that is how we found ourselves here in this in the crypts the lower levels the basements beneath citadel altarian surrounded by an assortment of corpses here in this hallway now but for the moment seeming safe you had arrived here and been immediately ambushed by those three strange tropical peacocks and with not even a minute's rest been set upon by two of the Cinderclaw cultists, boggards, rampaging from the northern hallway. And now surrounded with blood and the bodies of your slain foes, finally the area does fall mostly silent. You can still hear sounds coming down now you can tell from the northern hallways here, but they're subtle. You can't really make out exactly what it is, uh, whether it's a conversation, one of the similar, uh, one of the other creatures, more of these boggards. It doesn't sound like language, at least not a language you would understand. Hmm. But it doesn't, whatever it is, sounds like it's not getting any closer. And it sounds like it's behind at least a couple of doors. <laughs> and I would... um. Does what anyone am... want to take this opportunity to rest? I, I don't hear anything all that close to us. Is everyone all right? Well, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Tyrannus is still flanking the doorway here with Dalren and his halberd. Kind of peeks the corner a bit and looks up to the north. I don't see anything. I dare not hope that was all of them, but thanks to the sun priest here, I am fine told you there'd be frogs. Well, if, if, if we're ready to go... Um, uh, well, I, how, how are you doing there, Rur? I know you um, took quite a beating there. Perfectly fine after a short rest. It's still sore, but the worst of it's... You shouldn't make fun of, of your height. So, I believe for the time being, uh, absolutely right. That can't be all of them. The two of them wouldn't have been able to handle the dragon things, let alone the entire tribe of goblins, so there has to be more. Perhaps we should go towards, gesturing towards this hallway where the noise is coming from. And uh, okay. Tyrannus is looking less at you while you talk her and more over you at Resme, just with a kind of bemused expression. I have been told by many that my ability to find humor in mortal situations was unique. Clearly this was false. Well, certainly not oh, mortal situation great. yet. I mean, if I can teach you to have a sense of humor, that's like 90% of the battle. His cocked eyebrow just goes even slightly higher. Your priorities, though, are certainly unique. Thanks. And uh, he turns back uh, to Dalren and just kind of motions to all of the bodies butchered across the floor here in the opening <laughs> of this hallway. I believe they would beg to differ. They're not the ones laughing, though. <laughs> Aha. Not from here, not anymore. It's not much of certain. If you wish to prepare, rest, bandage up, whatever it is you may need to do. I am fine. I can watch these halls. Kind of you to offer. This but... may be our only opportunity. Well, I, this isn't bravado on my part. Uh, I was spared any attention from the, uh, the frogmen who came through the hallways. Uh, they seem to find our Inquisitor of Serenray far more interesting. 
Yes, I'm quite and the far distraction. Less armored, I would I would imagine. I hmm. cannot believe we actually saw Frogman. Are you some like can you like divine stuff too? You some kind of seer? Like I cannot believe I I just it's just an odd coincidence, I say, an odd coincidence that you're talking about Frogman and then we walk into Frogman. That's true, actually. I was very impressed. I mean, in all honesty, aren't there always frogmen? I have never seen a frogman in my whole life. Not that my is, experience, no. That is not been my experience. You need to get out more. I've been out a whole lot. I say I've been all the way around Breach... Uh, Breach Hill? Not Breach Hill. <laughs> 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 I've been all around, and i never seen uh, no frogman. Even These in my creatures travels. are something I would expect to find more in the swamps uh, or the wonky jungles and that is much closer to my homeland of Varicia than here in Isker. Yeah, it's the same with the, 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 the strange birds in the hallway and uh, even the dragon dog. It was also uh, very tropical and orient. It, it seems these cults must have come a very long way for some reason. Or were brought a very long way by some manner. That we cannot say I understand. Still, though, if you're already perhaps giving some time to muster a defense is poor tactical judgment. Yeah. Uh, if you are prepared um, to proceed. Of course. Uh, should we try to scout down the hallway? Um, I could cover the light and see what I can see. Um, I've or... been practicing my stealth recently. I don't know if you guys have noticed. We probably haven't because I'm real good at it now. We should mm. be mindful of the bear as well. We don't want to accidentally open the wrong door. Uh, I suppose I'll keep an eye out for magical disturbances. Okay, so as we do begin to go through this here, yeah, let's get what exploration tactics are you taking as you call these vaults? You're detecting Veritatum magic. Revelare. So I am a, just a quick correction thing we have learned, because I, I'm pretty sure every time I read the text of Detect Magic <laughs> in second edition, I realize that it does less than I thought it did previously. And it, and it is largely because the cantrip has been split into two spells, Detect Magic and Read Aura, which together almost compromise what first edition Detect Magic does. But it really, it's not even directional. It is just... <clears throat> As uh, someone put it in our Discord, magical radar is incredibly accurate. It it just senses if there is any magic within 30 feet of you. It doesn't tell you how strong. It doesn't tell you what school. It doesn't tell you what direction. It's not a cone. It's a full aura around you. Uh, you can exclude magical items you're already aware of. Mm -hmm. So you can obviously exclude whatever the party already has. The couple talismans, the, the plus one rune etched into Dalren's glaive. But... It is just a yes/no, so uh, I will keep that in mind. That it it will just tell you something has appeared. I literally <laughs> sense a disturbance in the forest. That's exactly what's happening, <laughs> Dalren. Are you uh... uh, so Dalren actually is going to declare stealth. Uh, he's going to keep his. So you've been practicing the stealth. I see how. It's... I see. I've Learning always... from the best over here. Well, I've found it quite useful in my travels to sometimes not be noticed. Hmm. Uh, he'll keep his um, lit hand actually uh, in his sleeve to hide the light uh, okay. as he so kind of stays by the door. Hide it entirely. Yeah. Uh, so do you, are you not going to be in the front of the group anymore then? Because I figured you, Tyrannus, and Buddy were kind of the spearhead here. Oh, I um, think it would make sense for me to be at the front of the group so that the person taking point is hard to notice. That's fair, I suppose. So you'll be out front. Sneaking trying in the to, dark. Uh, trying to sneak, yeah, through through the darkness. You have the light behind you, of mm -hmm. course, coming out from Ruhr. Because if he smothers that one, you're just 
in pitch darkness, so someone has to be the torch bearer. Right. Uh, buddy. I have my shield up. You have your shield up. Walking carefully. Nalren's creeping. <laughs> You're behind him, shield raised. Clinking. You're going to be the first one they see. <laughs> Esvis? I will be... Uh... I will be perceiving this time rather than scouting. Okay. So you'll be searching. Searching. For anything of value in Rur? Well, I'm going to be pondering over the mysteries of why there are boggarts and tropical birds in the very cold hills. In the basements of an abandoned <laughs> oh, yeah, the citadel <laughs> in some very cold winter yeah, so just hills. just recalling knowledge. It is an odd one to be sure. Uh, all right. So where are you wanting to go? You wanted to head down that first hallway where the boggards had come looking off towards the noise yeah looking down through where you'd come in from the secret door behind you mm -hmm. there's a three seemingly identical hallways uh spidering out on your left and your right and then the hallway just continues further forward beyond what your light cantrips even illuminate so just into unknown darkness. It, it, it's a total mystery how many of these halls mm. there could be or how far this entryway goes. At least three. Yeah. So I have also realized that while we fix the audio issues and everything, this camera has gone back to randomly freezing. So oh, Chad, fun. thank you guys for telling me that. And uh, I do have to come all the way back over to this PC to fix that. Well, I'll make sure to point out if you're not being very stealthy. You know, well, give if you, you can notice tips. it, then certainly I deserve the advice. Quite. So that will that will certainly continue happening throughout the show. Chet, I'm counting on you to let me know when it happens. I because that that monitor is fully behind me. I can't see that. So thank you guys for telling us. Uh, let us continue here. So as you, as a group, now move up this northern hallway, uh, you make your way around a corner, and up into a chamber where this all finally starts to kind of open up a bit. The door ahead of you is open hmm. and approaching it you can find a very I'm it's not even messy. It's it's actively dirty. It's it, it's unpleasant to even be in. Uh, it looked like it might once have been a bedchamber, but at this point the frame of the bed has been destroyed and there splintered and ruined sets of drawers with a smashed desk as well all sort of heaped up along the western and uh, well the northwestern corner of the chamber just mashed up out of the way and physically broken to take up as much or as little space as possible hmm. where they've set up some disgusting greasy tents of what looks like almost an inherently oily material and there are several moldy piles of cloth and spoiled goods and refuse just sort of around. Uh, and as you enter the room, Resme, you do detect some source of magic in here. Mm -hmm. So, Esvis is the searcher right now. You want to give me a perception check? Mm-hmm. A uh, total of 26. He's, you, got, he's like, got some good eyes. I'm pretty sure that whenever you roll just any kind of perception, <laughs> your die hears you and just lands on a 19 or a 20, and there's just nothing else going on over there. There's no, there's no middle ground there. That wasn't a 19. <laughs> what, was that, what was it, an 18? Yeah. 
he says gleefully. Markedly different. Huge <laughs> difference between those two things. So as you enter the room here and start to look around a bit, it, it's clear that this is where those two bogged warriors had poured forth from. Mm-hmm. There's another door to the right, mm. which is still closed. And you can hear yourself approaching the source of uh, some of the sound, what sounds like muffled conversation on the other side of it. Uh, but stopping here, peeking around to make sure there is no inherent danger, there is no like traps laid or anything behind them, uh, Esfis, you are able to scrounge up a couple things of value. Some of these little moldy piles of cloth and rags look to be the Boggard's possessions. Hmm. Why anyone would keep any of this, you are entirely unclear, but they don't seem like the cleanest sort of folk. Uh, between the two piles, you find about 38 silver pieces total. And a little bit of filth fever, maybe. And uh, <laughs> do not. <laughs> do not. The coins are minted differently than the ones you would find here. Much of the inner sea region shares a standard. Uh, Copper, silver, and gold pieces are the same sizes, the same weight. They carry the same value throughout the region, throughout the continent, uh, as it simplifies trade throughout the region. Uh, But of course, the coins themselves are pressed and minted in different places and don't all share exactly the same faces. And I would dare say, Esvis or any of you have probably never seen these mints of coins before. They are certainly not Chelish or Isgari or Andoran. Uh, they are very different. One side of the silver pieces bears what appears to be a wide frond, uh, thick, almost like a palm, where the other side bears the face of what looks like a snarling gorilla. Um, Doran comes from Osirian. Any chance that he may have seen this before? Um, go ahead and roll me a society check. Uh, that's a 13. Uh, with a 13, they're, they are not in fact Assyrian, and you don't recognize their make, but you can tell that they are not Assyrian. Okay. Um, while she was with the Druids, she uh, was in the Mwangi Expanse for a little bit. Does it seem like maybe it could come from there? Uh, why don't you go ahead and roll me a little check there. Um, 11. Um, so you were in the Mwangi Expanse for, like, it was a significant period of time while you were a Druid, or was it very, was it something brief? A couple of years. Uh, okay, so a couple of years then, yeah, you, you would, this is, uh, this is Mwangi currency. What would Mwangi currency be doing here? Well, that would explain where these creatures came from. They certainly are dressed like it. They've traveled a long way. I haven't seen... Gosh, I haven't seen that in years. Should have brought winter clothing. Hmm. Nonetheless, silver is silver. Indeed. And they can't spend it when they're dead. There's something magical in this room. I, I don't know where it is, but there's definitely some sort of emanation. Now, you yeah. would also know just a brief Pathfinder mechanics that em- simple emanations like your cantrip of the tech magic aren't powerful enough to really go through walls. <clears throat> so uh, even though it's a 30-foot range, which is significantly larger than the size of the room, uh, you would know this magical signature almost certainly has to be in this room itself. Maybe. Even the even the door, a wooden door, is enough to block this. Maybe it's in one of the tents or... I mean, if 
they were going to keep something magical, it would make sense to keep it someplace where they felt it was safe, covered. Give me a moment. And, uh, Rur, you have Redara, right? No. You don't? No, no. Does anybody have the Redara well, cantrip? I have it. It's not prepared. It's not prepared. Okay. Uh, you had a 26 on your perception check, Espis. So, the difficulty here, I will, I will allow either of you two because none of us realize this even though i know you're a sorcerer and you you get like you don't really get to change spells period uh because we have only recently learned the distinction between detect magic and read aura and i didn't really realize it had been split into two spells i will allow either of both either or both of you at one time all expenses paid mulligan to either have Radara prepared or to know Radara as one of your cantrips i'll trade um, chill touch for Radara. okay because it is it is equally critical to detect magic, and we just didn't. We simply didn't know that. We're, we're new to this these adventures. So do you want to do that and not so, yeah, have with... me have it permanently? Yeah, because I can just pick it up whenever we okay. need it. That works. Okay, so you'll, you'll be able to detect it, but you can't uh, divine out exactly what items are. However, Rur can. And with your Redara and with Esvis here, uh, looking around with absolute expert proficiency. <laughs> uh, tucked into the corner inside one of the tents under a small mound of what you would like to tell yourself is dirt. You you are able to find a small onyx figurine. It's about an inch high, very, very small, and, and carved in the shape of a dog sitting upright. This is the source of the magical aura. And Rur, you can tell with your reed aura that it has a, it, it's shimmering with a black Necromancy. essence of magic, of conjuration. Conjuration. I have assigned a color to all of these. Necromancy is purple. I like that. Hmm, interesting. May I? Of course. Just while they're studying that, Dalrin's going to move up to the door to try to listen to see if uh, we've drawn any attention. Will you sneak up towards the door? And I'll go ahead and try to identify it. You have quick identify now. Mm -hmm. So how long does that take? One is minute. It's literally just one minute? Just, okay, yeah. so you'll just stop for 60 seconds and try to figure out what this thing does while Dalrin listens to it. So you, uh, oh, I roll that. That is a secret. Oh. So I will, because uh, you can misidentify things. What is your uh, Arcana Plus modifier? five. Plus five? Is that your best one, Arcana? Yeah. Of Arcana. It can be any nature, of the four. Nature, religion. I, I only have one of them. So okay, Arcana. yeah, I'll just check it. Whatever, whatever your best spellcasting identify is. So as you look this over, this figurine, uh, this figurine here is a wondrous figurine. And what these are, they're almost literally miniaturized animals. And if you activate the magic in it, you can transform this tiny token into a jet black small onyx dog. Huh. Uh, the downside is that this one in particular largely seems to be a consideration that they had kept possibly for companionship, possibly for some other reason, because it's, it's just a dog. It's not, like, there are a variety of wondrous figurines of things like ravens to send messages or horses to ride. This is just, like, a small terrier. And it works more than once? Uh, it, it, you could act, you feel like you could activate this magic daily. Oh. 
This is possibly even hourly. It's definitely reusable. This is um, it's it, it it's essentially a stone of create puppy. I mean, you just you once a day or maybe even more often, you just you you have a puppy. I mean, it's it's not an attack dog or a dragon or anything, but you know it it'll follow you around and it's loyal and maybe we'll give it a name. Well, these guys don't sound too bad. Uh, maybe. Or wish we could speak to them or something. Now, I, now I feel. Uh, well, they seemed rather hostile. Uh, well, and not I mean, they were probably scared and alone can in I the keep, dark. Can There's I two keep of them. It? Absolutely. And they Thanks. had a dog. Get alone together. They had a dog in the dark with a dog a that they Their decided to spare. Occurrence here with us was them bashing me across the room. I don't think they're exactly friendly. After we friendly. killed their birds. But they just want companionship. Maybe they thought we were a threat to their dog. See, I'm I'm likely to side with this lady over here. She, see, you know, I feel I feel like maybe I'm partial we're stepping to not on... getting hit over the head. There are it's also, not fun. There are also several goblins that you spoke with that also conveyed that they had been terrorized by strange creatures matching this description, so perhaps that should be something to keep in mind. It was kind of recent. Well, I guess we'll figure out what to do with the puppy later. For now, I guess let's continue on. Indeed. So uh, meanwhile, Dalren has been listening at the door here, and what you can you can definitely make out several voices on the other side of this, though you can't understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're almost positive it's not Taldane. They're almost certainly speaking something completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's interesting is it almost seems like it's not just multiple voices. It seems like it's entirely different species on the other side of this door conversing with each other. Hmm. So the, these cultists seem a cosmopolitan lot. Uh, different voices, but... What does that mean exactly? A lot different. They sound from all Very uh, varied. Hmm. Very varied. Do uh, we want to assume they're hostile and try to take them by surprise? Uh, I think that's the assumption they've given us. Okay. Either well. way, they're cultists down here potentially disturbing the crypts. All right. Can't be allowed. And Tyrannus nods. Agreed. They have shown us no reason to give them trust. If they surrender... We'll accept it, but if they deem to fight us, we can't show them mercy. They won't show us any. All right. All right. What is the plan? Uh, probably be best uh, we could uh, open the door um, and rush in and engage, try to catch them unawares. Right, it so sounds we'll like the uh, voices. It sounds like voices are like right on the other side of the door, right? It sounds like they're pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'll go ahead and I'll split these. Esfis and I will stay in the rear. Stand right behind the, the front line <laughs> like I typically do, which is not safe, but I'll do it. So, uh, how do you guys? You guys can arrange yourselves in the map however you want. I'm just splitting the tokens out. I just put them in uh, what seemed like a somewhat logical organization, but that obviously it's up to you guys. You want to stick with that? Are you sure you want to be standing in front of this door right here? I mean, you know, I've got more of a shield than you do. Um, yes, that makes sense. We'll change our locations. Is that where you want to be? Yeah, back there. Oh, okay. So Tyrannus can be here. The door's here, here, you realize, right? Yeah, the door's directly in front of a... I'm short, and I can't see what any of that is. There you go. Okay, so So, we're looking at this. Oh, you want to be right behind Buddy? Yeah, I want to be right behind Buddy. I want to be right up in a... 
right up in clubbing range. Hold the line. <laughs> All right, so as you organize here, ready your weapons, Tyrannus regrips his halberd, blade towards the door, waiting for Buford's signal, which I imagine will be abrupt. I'm not, yeah. There you go. Well, you're at the door, Buford. I'm <laughs> So you just... <laughs> You just want to boot the door in. <laughs> so ready to jump Everybody upon Everybody looks at me, and I look back at them. They're like, let's go. Okay. And I- <laughs> ready to jump with the element of surprise upon these cinder claws. Buford bashes the door open to reveal another door behind it. And now angry croaking, certainly on the backside of that one. <sighs> Let's go ahead and roll us <laughs> some initiative, everybody. I appreciate the enthusiasm. I do not like. Oh, oh, natural twenty. I do not like the way that these that they designed this stupid citadel. <laughs> the hot double door action. You love to see it. So immediately you hear the terrifying, almost battle cry, the croak of a boggard. But along with that, you hear. Screeching monkeys? And it sounds like a lot of them mm. on the other side of that door. So, Esbus. 28. Oh my god. Just a cheater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that d20 away from your boy. Dalren. Uh, with my stealth score instead of my perception, I have a 27. Oh, look at that. Look at him get in there. Screeching monkeys. <laughs> Perhaps slightly quieter screeching monkeys. <laughs> Sirenscape's very excited about its monkeys today. Rur. Well, upon seeing that second door, I trip up. I, I got a nine. We were I was ready. not ready not for there ready to be for another door. All the way over. Okay, so it's right past this little fold. Perfect. All right, that's the very edge. Uh, resume? Uh, 18. 18, solid. Yeah, no, it's that's actually subpar considering the group we run in. Buddy. I am really moving up in the world. Got a 13. Oh, baby, you are above Rur. You did it. It uh, only took a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> but what matters is that you did it. All right, our friendly neighborhood boggards are going to be rolling on a 25, which puts them, unfortunately, below Espus and Dalren. And however many screeching monkeys may be out there. Well, they seem to be more interested in the screeching and the hooting. <laughs> They're eating bananas. They're confused. They're not really positive what's going on. They just heard a door get slammed after the alarm had already been raised a bit. Uh, what did you get, buddy? 13. And you had a 9? <laughs> buddy beats all the monkeys. Oh, yeah. Yay. All right, Esphus. You're up first, unfortunately, kind of in the back with a second door. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're missing one. Oh, I need Tyrannus. Tyrannus, right, your boy. I gotta roll your boy. Oh my gosh, he did it. Tyrannus, you're not at the bottom. You are, in fact, hey. all the way up here. Look at this. He's moving up in the world. He's making us proud. He was ready this time. You got an opportunity to prepare. I will hold action since I have no targets. <laughs> and I will... 
Darren, the door, please. <laughs> Darren's like, oh. Darren? Um, let's see. I'm going to think to myself for a bit. Uh, activate Dragon Rage. Lightning will crackle around, and he'll take a readied stance. I'm going to ready a, a strike, uh, and he'll um, just kind of bark out. We'll cut them down as uh, they come at us through the door. All right. Um, Tyrannus is also going to ready his halberd then <laughs> and nod wordlessly. And fortunately, again, Boggard's not super smart. The Boggard opens the door, sees the group of you out here. Um, I mean, he can see Buddy standing clearly in the door, but still probably extended from Booty with his shield up and his breastplate and his cowboy hat, and he sees numerous halberds <laughs> <laughs> bristling around the side of the doorframe here. They're not super tactical. They're not the world's most intelligent. They're not complete idiots. <laughs> Is uh, that Bogart 10 feet away from me? Um... I, I would give you and Tyrannus, if you both wanted to take your swings here, he has certainly got cover because he is all the way through the double doors, but you've also both got reach weapons. So if you want to cooperatively just try and chop down here, as it appears, he is certainly not coming in. That works for me. Take some swings. <laughs> so I'm curious. That that door's open, right? Both doors are open, yes. Uh, isn't the light on me? The light is on you. Why, this isn't, is a, why isn't it extending in the, the hallway? It is in the hallway. You wouldn't be able to see anything. I, I can't see anything from like the angle. I thought that it literally wasn't going. Oh, no, it would, so, see. It would, yeah. it would be black. Yeah, if you, uh, if you I literally it. can't see that from here, so I thought okay. it was black. And you can see behind the uh, behind the boggard, there is what appears to be a small battle-armed monkey. Uh, the thing is about three feet tall with kind of very similar height armor to what the boggard has on with a whip in one hand and a sickle on its hip. It's... Trying to take my style right there. You can there. hear the screeching from an assortment of battle monkeys echoing from around the hall. That is not what I expected gonna, to see when I woke up this morning. I'm going to try to keep a straight face every time you say battle monkey. I'm going right, to try. Well, give me a swing on this boggard. Alrighty, uh, boggart swing. That's uh, an 18. Uh, an 18 through the doorway. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Even less. Okay. And it's going to miss mm. through the doorway. And uh, Tyrannus will also take his swing as the target makes no signs of coming forward. And he's going to miss that one as well. Uh, it's You can barely reach him. It's difficult to get the angle here. Neither of you, neither of you are able to land this opening hit. May, but, I, may I come in after that? After uh, yeah, you can swings? come in. You can come in exactly after Boggard, man. I'll put you in there. Okay, thank you. Um, and then... Man, need more easily movable initiative trackers. It, that's that's a coming. That's the next project. Uh, and then the boggard is going to launch his tongue through the doors towards Buford. <laughs> he doesn't want to go in. He's breaking the law. What's your answer? Uh, my AC is 20. 20? He doesn't want to get his tongue cut off, <laughs> but the flurry of blades lashing down the hallway. So both of you kind of take these sort of cautious strikes as little you can do from the angle and he shoots his tongue out but he second guesses himself and pulls it back in before it even gets all the way to Buford 
And then he is going to step back. <laughs> Let the monkey handle it. Step back around the corner, uh, leaving the monkey <laughs> there in the doorway alone. <laughs> he just it's like, nope, nope, not doing uh, that. Uh, since I can see the monkey, I get to recall knowledge on it, right? Um, yeah, you can give me a... Well, that's a society check. Uh, it's a two. All right. It's a battle monkey. This appears to be a battle monkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looking at this thing as it's getting ready to fight uh, as they've mu sort of mustered here, as the alarm was raised, he's got a whip in his hand and a sickle on his belt, but with his free hand, he's not reaching for the sickle. He's reaching for a bit of, like, stone rubble on the ground near him. Uh, he seems to be much more interested in throwing things than actually closing the melee. But otherwise, you you have no. It just looks like a sentient monkey. <laughs> it, it's a chimpanzee with armor. So, uh, Esvis, and then Resme, you're on deck. Esvis, after seeing the bogger, and, uh, you can't see a lot of them right now, but you can go put a bogger token right around that corner, and then here's a monkey. <clears throat> and here's three more monkeys for later. <laughs> just put them over here. Just put them Foreshadowing. You may need those shortly. Um, with the Boggart stepping around the corner, um, Espus just, or I just, of course, you, down <laughs> and hunt prey. So you have hunted this monkey. Yes. And hunted shot. Right. So this is so for two actions. Through, he's got cover from here because you're shooting through like a five foot little antechamber. If you step over, so you're behind Rur, so it's only really just Buddy in the way. He'll have lesser cover. It's a it's a one point difference, but hunted shot ignores oh, cover right, of my right, prey. Right, 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 right. You don't care. You got that special arrow. Okay. A total of fourteen. And a fourteen is going to miss. I'm gonna spend a reroll for that. All right. I want to shoot the monkey. Shoot the monkey. So just for. Uh, Consistency. Tell you, give me the rerolls before you give me your your total number. Doesn't uh, matter. Go ahead and reroll. I mean, I'm pretty sure you knew a 14 wasn't gonna hit, but uh, 18. 18 will in fact do it because you are ignoring cover. Hunted shot value. Uh, these monkeys are pretty quick and they are a bit armored too, but it's mostly just their speed and their small stature that makes them pretty tough targets. But you are a skilled archer. You land an arrow. For exactly one point of damage. Woo! We'll go ahead and put that one here. One. You, you graze him. Uh, is that all three yes, actions there? Yes, that's all three there? actions. Uh, 100 shot is two actions. Correct. Resume, and then Buddy, you're on deck. Um, Resume will uh, move up behind um, Buddy a little bit so that she can see what's actually going on. Um, and then um, she will uh, shout out Ducatus and um, a puddle of grease, a large puddle of grease will appear um, on the monkey and extending out behind him. Okay. How much area does that fill up these days? Uh, it extends four contiguous five-foot squares. So, behind him... To the, to the left. Like oh, to wherever, the left of him. To the left of him. From where I'm sitting, it's behind him. Oh, okay, Sorry, because I'm looking at that screen. Fair enough. Let me see... This is the difficulty. I'm not entirely positive. But it's also moving into it, so they don't really have to be standing in it. They're going to have to come into it to get here anyway. So you want to put it, you're thinking, like, on uh, the monkey and then out to the left? Yeah. 
Alright, just extending out mm -hmm. leftwards this row of these. Yep. And then I can take all of these and move them underneath the monkey. We've got little oil marker things. And then uh, she'll throw up a shield. And then he needs to make a save immediately, I believe. Mm -hmm. Reflex, I, I assume? Yep. Um, 18. He is going to fail. Okay. So is he... Monkey's not ready. Yeah, Monkey was monkey just got hit by an arrow. Monkey was not super prepared. He's, he's busy trying to dodge Esmus' shot, which he did mostly effectively. Uh, so what happens? Um, he is going to... Um, he loses his balance. He's not standing anymore. He falls. Okay. So the monkey dodges an arrow, and as he, as he comes back down from this quick motion, this grease appears on the floor beneath his feet. He just slips and falls prone, prone on the ground. Uh, okay. And then that brings us to Buddy. Then the monkeys and Ruri after that. So how does moving people who don't want to be moved work? For like, what purpose? If I wanted to grab someone around a turn and bring them somewhere. I do not believe that is a thing you can do in second edition unless you have weird feats. Okay. Uh, first edition had the drag combat maneuver. Uh, that doesn't exist. You could get behind him and shove him. But mm, okay, okay, I, okay, okay. Dragging was something you could do when you had somebody grappled in first and grappled is very different now. You would have to have some kind of ability that allows you to pull him towards you. Otherwise, again, get behind him and shove. Gotcha. Uh, okay, well, I will... Um, I'm going to step forward or move forward one, one square, and I'm going to... Heh, I, too, have a whip. Oh, but I don't have my whip out. I have my hammer out. Darn it. Okay. You can um, just drop. Uh, huh? Don't interrupt. No, sorry. Um, so I'm going to, uh, my, I have my Warhammer out. I'm just going to try and, like, swing around this turn here and get the uh, guy that stepped back. Hopefully he stepped back just around the corner. Uh, so he's going to swing. So you have, from here, he would have cover, and you also have total concealment because there's no light there. So you have a 50% chance to miss, and he has plus two to his AC from cover because you step back into complete darkness. Okay. You don't have any source of light on I mean, you can definitely do that. It sounds like you certainly step back right there. He, he kind of emits like a constant, that exact noise. Uh, <laughs> he slurps milk all the time. I don't know. <laughs> a constant low croak. Okay. Coming okay. out. So you're sure um, he's there, but you can't see. Yeah, I'll just go for it. It's fine. All right, take a swing. Taking a swing. Uh, so that is uh, pretty good. 13 on the die, uh, and then uh, plus 8, 13 on the die, so I went with 21. 21. Uh, so then give me another d20. With a 16. And that will pass the concealment. So you just reach mm. around the corner with your warhammer and just swing it into this bogger if you step back. Yeah, yeah, that's more like it. 1d8. It'd be kind of hard to miss something constantly croaking. So, uh, that is six damage. Six damage to the bugger. And then, um... Good start, but you, you know from your initial encounter that they are barely sturdy. And I'm gonna move back again. <laughs> step up, swing the hammer, step back. The Battle of Doorway Pass has begun. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, anybody have any good ideas? I, I'm uh, a little short here. This monkey here on the ground in the hallway, as he falls down, falls on the ground and just scrambles with his free hand, grabbing for uh, a piece of stone or anything, uh, picks up just a chunk of busted mortar and chucks it through the doorway at you. Uh, 18. 
these guys. It is just barely uh, going to bounce across your pauldron, uh, striking you, but not doing any meaningful damage. He's going to scramble to his feet and try to kind of cautiously... I guess he can actually just crawl. That's just an action in mm -hmm. second edition. He's just going to crawl out of the grease. <laughs> He's going to crawl over to the left out of your, out of your line of sight here. Uh, and then another of the monkeys is going to move up to the doorway with another piece of uh, just broken debris in his hand, sling it at you, and then move back into the darkness. Uh, they're making just these quick tosses through the doorway. They're not did, staying in your... No, he, he did came he move in. to the north or did he move... Did he, move the... he moved in from the south and moved back to the south. Okay. And uh, this one is going to hit you. Okay. Interesting fight so far, okay. And as it strikes, you are going to take eight damage as they seem to sling these not just surprisingly hard for their small stature, but phenomenally accurately. Uh, in a way, almost as damaging as Espes taking a shot with his bow. In the distance, this monkey passed his save against Grease, so he's not on the ground. So how does moving through Grease work? Is it What does he have to do? Um, he needs to make a, a save, unless he's stepping carefully, i.e. just one just square steps. or crawling. Well, Any action. He goes step back. He's the, you hear more of them positioning in the distance. And another one comes out of the doorway from the north, from behind the boggard, flinging another piece of debris before retreating back behind him. Uh, that one as well is also going to hit you, Buford, and you are going to take nine damage. Oh my god. As they sling these large chunks like cannonballs at you. Uh, two of the, all three of them bouncing across and two just pounding into you. Rur, the doorway stretch. Seems to be going a little better for them at the moment. Close the door, make them come to us, and then we'll deal with them. I'm I'm going to go ahead and pull out my healer's tools and tend to that impact wherever it landed. And you uh, see several just <laughs> clunks in the buddy as he, he didn't get his shield up that mm -hmm. time, and he just eats a bunch of handfuls of boulder and debris for his trouble. And then after that, I will step back to make room for this. Uh, it's a 15. Okay. So Buddy gets 2d8 health as you are very quickly triaged. 12. Ooh, that's a solid 2d8. That's pretty good. That... And then I will, yeah, ex exactly right there. That's kind of what I figured. Brings us back to Dalren. Then it'll be Tyrannus before the Boggard X again. Seems to be a pretty bad situation here. What do you think? Uh, Dalren's going to delay. Okay. Um, uh, and he'll just look to uh, Buddy and uh, Tyrannus and say, we push in or we lure them here. And uh, Tyrannus, with his halberd still watching in the doorway, trying to make some, uh, making some brief, at least feints towards these monkeys as they pass by, uh, but I, unable to really do anything as they flit back and forth through cover. Uh, you have the lights. The darkness does not seem to bother them. Move forward. Uh, in that case, uh, Darren will step in. 
And, uh, Tyrannus is, I mean, it's weird to say things, but effectively well, Tyrannus is, is, is Tyrannus also delaying. is just gonna tell me to go in there, but not go in there Tyrannus himself? is, well, he doesn't, there's no light, he can't see. He's also gonna delay, so if you're stepping back okay, in, so the edition's not actually That's gonna fine. change, because okay. you guys are just, just Uh, so Darwin's gonna, gonna step forward and push in, um, revealing the light as he does so. Alright, and as you... That is a very small room there. <laughs> there we go, okay. As you move up to the hallway... So we've got... Boggart, monkey, you can see that there monkey, is a uh, there's the light of this grease spell splashing across the back of a ten foot hallway running north to south. Uh, the Boggart is right next to you, waiting with the club in his hand, and there are two monkeys to your right, two monkeys behind the Boggart left, all of them scrabbling for more things to try to throw so in this broken hallway here. Dalren's going to step up to engage the monkeys to the south, uh, and take a uh, slash with his geese arm to. Uh, cut the one as he moves uh, directly. And you can see the one to your left as you move south in the hallway here uh, is the one that's been clipped by the arrow already. He is slightly injured. Okay. I'll I'll hit him then. All right. Uh, That's going to be a session re-roll. You take those. Thank you. Good two on the dead. Uh, Yes, I like it. I like it. Dice <laughs> jail. Dice jail. We have a dice jail now. It's a, it's a pretty good thing. I don't think it's on this camera. Okay, two to a three. Two dice in the Put dice the dice jail. jail on the screen. <laughs> Is that? There you go. There we go. Affected dice prison. Two d20s have been, <laughs> have been banished so far this session. Uh, but he's going to step forward. And I will. <laughs> you missed. Sorry. Yeah, you're going to step forward. You missed terribly and just be unable to mount any sort of offense here. But with light in the hallway now... <laughs> And Buford still visibly a bit injured. Um, Tyrannus will step forward as well. He will come up into the room and just fight the other direction. So you guys are sort of back to back here. He turns his attention to the Boggard and the two monkeys behind him as you fight the two monkeys on the southern end of the hallway. And give me one second to figure out why exactly your light is so dark. That's why I I guess I thought that I had no light. You have light. It's just super dark. There we go. Let me fix your lights. I don't know why you're specifically... You had the bad light. Your light... You had a bum light spell. Damn it. I knew that thing was faulty. You weren't great at cantrips. And uh, he is just going to power attack the Boggart as he steps through. He's going to bring his halberd in as hard as he can and try to just cut down this massive frog warrior so we can deal with the monkeys behind him. Ooh, that's certainly going to hit. Um. Oh, that's... One off of critting! It's not going to crit. Come on, Tyrannus. We need you here, buddy. But still, that's going to do... He could have maintained the track record of cleaving Boggards in half on one hit. Plus six is 14, plus four is 18 damage to the Boggard. So he's going to come in here and take a mighty swing. And at that point, after that attack, the Boggard looks relatively crippled. Uh, A truly debilitating swing. And the Boggard is going to attempt to swing back with his club, uh, dueling Tyrannus here. He's going to miss the first swing. As Tyrannus bats it to the side with his own assault. Miss the second. <laughs> he, he in here dueling. Uh, before the Boggart is just going to try to actually run back behind the other <laughs> two monkeys. Go get him, monkeys! He's not going great for this Boggart. He's going to retreat back past these other two into the darkness. And uh, as he goes with uh, his free hand, he punches one of the monkeys as he passes and yells something. <laughs> 
Dunga Chunga! And points back, Tung! Towards Tyrannus as he retreats. Tyrannus is going to take this distraction to make an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Which he is going to critically hit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't run from me. Don't worry, guys. The GMPC is here. He's going to hit four. So eight. Okay, those were low rolls. Another eight. Actually, 12. It's actually less damage than he was doing previously. It's not quite going to bring the bogger down. The bogger is going to link, uh, just barely limp, uh, limp away, grievously injured as he leaves the monkeys before him. The monkeys look uncertain. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as he gets hit, he just calls out, Ho! Gunda! Mo! Mo! And the monkeys just kind of look at each other and look at Tyrannus. <laughs> Concerned? <laughs> Esbus. So from where I'm standing, I can't there see. There is nothing, not much to that doorway anymore. Uh, I will attempt to move so I can try to see. Will this give me uh oh, sorry. Will this give me a... Right behind you, maybe? Right um, behind or will I, I need to move? I would say, yeah, I'll let you shoot this uh, this Charika that's next to Dalren. Yeah, you can certainly see that one. Okay, and I will again take Hunted Shot to negate its cover since it's my prey. Okay. Oh, that is still the same that's one. Still the yep, same that's one. still the prey. Actually, yeah. How's it going, buddy? A <laughs> <laughs> uh, total of 14, so that's a miss. 14 is going to miss. Uh, it's just, even with your ability to ignore his cover, there's just so much in the way he's able to pretty easily keep something between you and him and make it almost impossible to get a beat on him from the and distance. And that's it for me. That's all three. All right, Resme. Buddy, you're on deck. Um, Resme can't really see anything at the moment, I guess. Um, so I guess she's going to have to step forward a little. Okay, and then, yeah, you would also be able to still see that same one. The same one that's been bullied by everybody in this room because it's the only one that's in view from this room. Not terribly successful. Really. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it gets, it's going pretty okay. You fell down and you took a little bit of an arrow, but it's mostly all right. Um, and she will call down the lightning upon him and uh, because he needs the lightning right now. And I guess she can't see his friend enough uh, to call down the lightning no, upon I him as well. I would say at the moment you can only see the one, unfortunately. So you're just going to be calling down lightning on him specifically. That's okay. I don't like him. Okay. Uh, he can take six damage. Does he, yeah, it's a reflex save. That, that one's not a spell no, attack. It's, yeah, that's a reflex okay, save. Okay, that was not a spell attack roll. Uh, he is, what's your DZ? Uh, 18. Oh, he's going to regular fail. Almost critically fails. But he's going to regular, regular fail, so yeah, he's going to take the six damage. And uh, Resume will throw up a shield. All right, buddy. And then so, all of uh, the monkeys. So uh, Dalaran rushes past me on one side, and uh, Hell Knight rushes in past the other side, and I'm like, wait a minute, now I am here supposed to be the front of this party. <laughs> and I rush through the door and go just on the other side of uh, Tyrannus. You, you run in, chasing <laughs> after the retreating boggard as you come around the corner here. Yep. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to, yeah, I was just going to try and get around that corner, see if I can't. Do some damage over here. I've got. I'm kind of bull rushing a bit with my uh, shield out because I expected that guy to be there. So as he's not there and there's just monkey, I'm just gonna go swing my arm with the shield and a shield bash this monkey in front of me. Okay. Um. And let me see if I can uh, do that. Ah, right, that's pretty good. Uh, 21 again. 21 hits. And then that is um. 
1d6 plus 4. So that is a <laughs> 6. Six, damage. six piercing there. And then I'm going to raise my shield. So the monkeys do look to be much less sturdy than the boggards. And the six damage here and six damage there, the two that are the closest to the door are already starting to look pretty injured. They're very quick. They hurl this debris and these bits of splintered furniture with surprising strength, but not particularly hardy. And uh, as they look back towards the retreating boggard and see you run through here and Tyrannus rises going for another swing buddy just rushes him in front of him what are you doing like, <laughs> stops here. halting <laughs> the monkeys are just piled in uh, the one in front of Dalren that's just standing there is going to grab his sickle with his free hand and seeing the reach of your weapon there's a door behind him but it's it's pretty close to you. <laughs> he judges his odds, figures his best bet is just to start swinging. Uh, what's your AC? Uh, Dalren's AC is an 18 while raging. Right, he is going to swing with the sickle. Uh, that's going to miss. And then he is going to lash out with the whip in his other hand uh, down towards your legs and attempt to trip you. Okay. Your fortitude DC? Uh, fortitude DC is uh, 17. Uh, and, well, this seems to be the recurring theme of whips and trip attempts. <laughs> He's a small it's a good weapon, little creature with a fairly small little whip, and he lashes it down towards <laughs> your foot, and you basically do the same thing the warg did. You <laughs> flower the spear and yank yeah. it out of his hand. Just yank it out of his hand, and you take the whip from him. And then the wounded one next to you, he is going to, st- he's going to step up back into the grease, hmm. realizing they need more room here, and he is going to attempt to open the door behind him. Not so much calling out uh, in any kind of words, but, like, screaming and hooting through the doorway. He gets very, very loud as he starts moving, shrieking, uh, and that trying to open the door is an interact action which provokes attacks of upper... Is it interact or manipulate mm. that provokes AOS? Manipulate. I'm going to say opening the door provokes an attack of opportunity. So uh, Tyrannus is definitely going to take his. He is going. He's not going to pass up any swing, especially because there's a buddy in the way of his other target. Uh, do you want to take yours? I am a barbarian and do oh, not have that reaction. right. You're not Marn. Mm, I'm not Marn. My brain went back to Marn for some reason. Oh, he's Plague got stuff. some cool tricks he so did Marn, but yeah, no. Actually, just Tyrannus. So Tyrannus is going to slap him. As he goes to open the door, he's going to get him for 14 damage. Oof. And uh, he's going to kill him. <laughs> no no noise out of you. Yeah, no door. No screeching. No Bad door. Monkey. You stop. In monkey he goes language, the door it was like, help! And just uh, <laughs> and cuts him down for an immediate silence. And looking around the room here, seeing how many exits there appear to be to this hallway, calls out, they're falling back for reinforcements. Stops them. And we have two more monkeys who have been commanded to stop Buddy. So one of them is going to draw a sickle. And he's going to try to do the same thing. He's going to try to trip you with his whip first. What's your fort of DC? My uh, fort DC um, is a nine. Nine? What, 19? 19. 19, that's what I meant. Sorry. Plus nine. He also critically fails because... <laughs> He, you think you're going to outwhip me? Excuse me. 
clearly I, he is not. No, <laughs> he is. Uh, he has determined that he is not going to outwhip you. And uh, as you stuff on the whip, uh, or the, he, he goes the whip around your leg. Well, like, what do you do? He critically fails. He's, yeah, he uh, goes to whip around, and I I've been practicing this with my boys. They've been learning how to whip. I step on the end of it. I just step on the end of it. And it, as his like the momentum of his arm keeps going, the wind, the whip just stops and it goes, bloop. And he just <laughs> uh, and it, well, it pulls tight and he he falls down to the ground, still hanging out of the whip, and then tries to bring it around from the ground and try to bring you down again, which he does. So <laughs> you are now both prone. <laughs> Wait, he didn't drop it the first time. You can choose to drop it. You chose to fall prone. Oh, you chose to Because you fall prone, you could fail a trip. If you have a trip weapon, gotcha. you can drop the weapon and say, he's like, no, nah, I'm falling okay. prone. That's cool. Yeah, you want to try it again. And he succeeded the second uh-huh. time. So now you're both prone yep. here in the hallway. And uh, while you're laying on the ground, <laughs> he is going to attempt to smack you with his sickle. <laughs> he's going to critically succeed. So At a 20? It's a, it's a nat 20. Oh, so, okay. So the, it all worked out. It was all a part of the plan. Ah, Drag you down to his level and beat you with experience. <laughs> I got a math, because the nat 20 actually might not... Because it's sickle. No, it actually just hits. Because the nat 20, he has a total of a minus 2. So it's an 18, so it fails. The fact that it's a nat 20 makes it a success. So the nat 20 means he hits you. <laughs> but he does not critically hit you. He's done it. He's dragged you down to his level and beat you with experience. I didn't think we'd be seeing the natural 20 not critting for a while. Yeah, Yeah. well, it turns out when it's your third attack and also you're prone. Yeah, yeah You're flat-footed because you're prone. Your AC is 18. He does crit you. All right, well, I can, I can, uh, here I fall under my shield here. And, uh, yeah, you can, you can certainly still shield block because you're still, your shield's still raised. But, yeah, his minus two is negated by the fact that you're flat-footed because you're both prone. So he crits you for 10 damage. Alright, so then I uh, shield block that because I'm on the ground and I'm there's not a whole lot of me left for him to hit. I'm mostly under my shield. Mostly here. just shield. Mostly just, just shield. Digs the sickle into your steel shield. So that's a hardness 5? Uh, that is uh, hardness 5, yeah. So yeah, you and the shield both take 5 damage. Yeah. And then that brings us to the last monkey who, as Buford gets uh, dragged to the ground in front of him, is just going to continue picking up bits of stone and busted furniture from this hallway and chucking them over Buford towards Tyrannus. Um, The first throw is going to hit him. The second throw is going to hit him. The third throw is going to miss. So he's going to take two chunks of debris here for four and seven damage. So 11 damage total. They don't have to ready the rocks. They can just like freaking They just scoop them and chuck them. Man. They scoop them and chuck them as one action. Wow, okay. They are throwing weapon specialists. They are. And that brings us to Rur and Dalren here on deck. I hear a lot of things happening. A lot of monkeys screeching, a lot of clanging. You see Tyrannus in the doorway getting hit by large boulders. <laughs> cutting down a monkey who tries to run past him into the grease next to him. So I'm going to move up to behind Tyrannus just so I can get eyes on what's going on in this room. You see shenanigans <laughs> unfolding before you. I'm going to look down the hall 
I can't see the boggard anymore. You can see the boggard because the the corner does not the hallway doesn't appear to dip away far enough that you can completely get out of your view. You can just barely see him at the edge of your at the edge of your vision, uh, just barely around Dalren's light. You know what time it is. The light of Saren Ray reaches all. Divine lance. So he's got cover. I'm sure you don't care. Not at all. I might care. <laughs> that, was an, <laughs> that was an eight on the die. You need some of them channel point hero points, Chet. Converted into a 19 for a total of 27. 27 critically succeeds. Pretty sure that's just Pretty double, sure it just double doubles damage. the damage. On the yeah. raw damage spells, it's almost always just double. For... I don't roll two dice. They're both a three. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's irrelevant, but okay. yeah, you roll one double it. Yeah, so that's 14. 14 damage. <laughs> the light reaches Divine all. lance blasts into this boggard, and uh, you can barely see any of him as he darts away into the darkness. And as your like, searing blast of holy energy briefly illuminates this corridor as it strikes into the boggard, who slams into a wall right there before just crumpling on the ground at the foot of a heavily barricaded door hmm. that you can see that is physically boarded over to keep it shut uh, with heaps of stone and broken furniture piled in front of it. Uh, but as he goes down, and as the, uh, the monkeys here dealing with everything are seeing yet more people coming through the doorway in this display of magic. The one with a sickle dug into Buford's shield here immediately pulls it out, drops his sickle, and tries to scrabble back away from Buford. Uh, the one behind him, the, the other, the two that the boggard had just run past, also kind of gets low and backs up and does not reach for their piece of debris and seems to break off his attack. Dolren, the one next to you is still fighting. Mm. Oh, well, I'm not putting up with that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a foe I can perceive. That is certainly a foe you can perceive, raging barbarian. All right. <laughs> uh, so not for long. Have to strike low on this one, try to catch it with a slash. Much better. The die has learned from the example of its peers. Dice Jail has set a, a precedence. That's a 26. 26 will hit. And that's going to be 11 lightning damage. And uh, 11 lightning damage, I believe this one is unharmed. 11 lightning damage courses through this southern monkey. And another smash, another smash. Uh, that's going to be a 16. 16 is going to miss. Mm -hmm. He's going to dip that one. And the uh, last shot I've got, oh, nothing too much, really. Um, but uh, I, I heal, uh, um, I'll just shout at it, be angry. Intimidating <laughs> screaming, glare. screaming, you're going to scream back. I'm going to scream back, with a, and lightning will crackle around me for uh, an intimidation check. Of nine. Mm. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's not... Terrified, he's concerned. Yeah, he has no idea what's happening with this lightning man in front of him. I know, but, uh, right? I'm the least intimidating person in this hallway. <laughs> he's not going to cower, not quite yet. Uh, Tyrannus, turning from whatever is happening with Buford and his opponent here, both laying on the ground in front of him, uh, back to Dalren to see this one still very much mounting an assault, is 
well, we're ranked fighting now. This is exactly what halberds are for. Yep. He's right behind you. He's going to swing right past. He is going to mega whiff that power attack. He's uh seems to be very caught off guard by whatever is taking place in this combat here. This is not what he was expecting. And with that, he's just going to attempt one more swing that was really doomed from the start. He put all of his weight into the first one. Esvis and Resme. I hear the sound of things falling down. His buddy on his back and Esvis will move, <laughs> move into the room uh, to be... have just enough movement to get to here, I believe. Alrighty, so there I'm going to need you to make a reflex save against Resme's spell DC. Because <laughs> that is her grease. Fair enough. We've I don't know if I want you to fair, you haven't been able to see it yet. You push yeah. past this pile of people. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> this is true. I don't know if I want you to make it or not. What's the DC for 18. You? 17, I failed by one. You run into the room. <laughs> Push past Burr. You're looking at and Tyrannus. Step into the grease to strand. You for turtling and just slip and fall on your back. You are not prone. So this is what it feels like. Esvis <laughs> <laughs> is just going. Um, so Esvis is going to just look upside down. Oh, and. <laughs> He's talented. Don't question He's him. Sideways and free-handed backwards over your head, and just um, hunt prey first. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> you didn't see this. <laughs> and uh, no witnesses. <laughs> and and uh, um. Hunted shot for two shots. <laughs> so you are a minus two oh for God. being prone. For trying to freehand a longbow upside down on your back. That's a minus two. I'm also volley 30, so is that so an additional a minus, minus one? Another minus two, so you have a minus four. four. Cool, okay. Doesn't so, matter. This is not the situation the longbow <laughs> was crafted for, I tell you that. Nope. So, first shot is a total of 20. 20 will hit! <laughs> The gods know. Cool Esmus hears you. Esmus don't care. For one point of damage. <laughs> consistency. I'm gonna give you consistency. <laughs> Second shot. <laughs> Woo. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen's gonna miss. <laughs> Resume. Resume mentally notches something <laughs> as her first friend has fallen. <laughs> and um, we'll try to uh, move up into the room into the space behind Esvis. She knows the grease is there, so yeah, she's going to You know exactly it. where the grease is. You're going to slip through this ranked fighting, and as you once again cut in front of Tyrannus here, as he said, there's this massive swing, and you come through, what? What are you doing? Heads up. Then <laughs> stops once again. That's why you missed. That's why you missed. <laughs> and uh, Resme, uh, seeing the two monkeys trying to escape in the back, will go, oh, no, you don't. And uh, bring lightning down on both of them. The surrendering ones. Uh, you literal surrender monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I will abide no such shenanigans. And they will have to make three yep. saves. One so, of them is prone. Front monkey 
is gonna he's prone and he critically succeeds. He's he's uh it all courses around him and degrees on the floor. The one behind him is going to fail. Um, so, and the one behind him, sorry. Whoa! I'm just gonna throw it out. Sorry. I, 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 I caught that one. <laughs> uh, so, um, the first one, um, will take, uh, it's a... Nothing, critically succeeds. Critically succeeds, so uh, six. Okay, so it's just, you roll it once and find everyone. So sorry, the one in the back, so the one in the back is gonna take six damage. This is lightning arcs between him and the grease pool. And, uh, buddy. Now wait, now wait here one moment, and I see them uh, running off, and not running off, but they haven't stopped attacking you for the moment. They're they they're not running. So I'm gonna look at it. This one dropped his sickle, though. I'm gonna look at it. We're both lying on the ground, eye to eye, and I look at it, and I lower my hammer, and I just keep staring at it real hard. And kind of bring my shield up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you do it. <laughs> but I'm going to be looking at him real hard. As you bring your shield up, the monkey, because you. He still has his whip. He lets go of his whip. And puts his hands up real slow <laughs> in front of him. Still just laying on the ground. Gonna very nod close to at you. him very slowly. <laughs> Um, the monkey at the bottom was just been flailing with a sickle on the left wildly and effectively against this lightning demon. Sees a lady come up and shoot more lightning and is convinced, you're not sure what, but clearly fighting here is a mistake. Uh, a man just barrel rolled into the room, held a longbow sideways upside down <laughs> and shot him. <laughs> That alone is, that's terrifying. Adventurers are clown carring. <laughs> a wizard just came out next to the man made of lightning and shot a bunch of lightning at his friends. And uh, he is also going to come to the conclusion that perhaps it is time to stop attempting to punch you. And he is going to step back towards the doorway. Uh, this one seems to be a lot more terrified. He doesn't drop his weapons. He keeps both of them held up in front of him, sort of in a defensive posture here, and looks at the two of you, you elven lightning monsters standing together, <laughs> and just says, Moda! Moda! Kungo! Moda! With his weapons held high. Um... I am positive none of you speak this language, so I'm just gonna go ahead and skip that part. You had, you speak Mongi? You were there. Um, she uh, doesn't. She was there with uh, the so you druids. Were, you would be able to tell from like being around them that he is speaking Mongi. Yeah, like I know what he's but speaking. I can't understand Mwangi. what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, he seems to be taking a defensive posture, though. Yeah, he he is. He's definitely a step back. Rur. Well, seeing as he still has his weapons, but he's not being hostile, I'm going to peek around the corner, pick up a rock, hold it out, and drop it, pointing at him. And I'm going to attempt to yell at him and roll an intimidation check to okay. see if I, I can spook him into dropping his you. stuff. Oh. There's like, uh. drop it. 
That's uh, an eight. No, not really. Yeah, no, he doesn't really get what I'm trying to say. I guess. I mean, maybe he does, but he is already like fully intimidated, yeah. I suppose. But he isn't like defensive, cowering against the doorway, intimidated rather than acquiesced all your requests, intimidated. Yeah. But uh, anything else? That's it. Daran. Um, it, it seems as though that they're they're properly cowering. No one's challenging him right now. Uh, would that seem as though it'd be good enough to quell his dragon rage? How offended were you by these monkeys and their actions? They're all me. still here. They're definitely... I never hit you, I suppose. That's true. Yeah, I, mean, I would say... Um, if, if, I would give that to with, you. With with the blood of the of the blue dragons, they are the tyrants. They're not the slay-everything monsters. So if things are cowering before him, his, his contempt feels they are, satisfied. They are cowering before you. They are not moving to attack you any further. Uh, so I would say that, yes, you, you could end your rage as there are no current foes visible. All right. Well, with that one, then um, the lightning will uh, fade from my countenance, and sort of the his his face will will change back to the jovial uh, nerdy scholar. Um, and uh, hmm, it seems we've come to an understanding then. Uh, I can't. I don't know what they're saying. I know they're speaking Mwangi, but. <sighs> Aside from the fact that they clearly don't want any more trouble, I have no idea what they're trying to say. Hand, please. Um, oh, sorry. That. Tyrannus is after Dalaran, steps forward, and just brings his halberd down and basically cleaves this dude who has four health into pieces with 14 damage and just splatters the one on the southern side of the room. Is there a surrender? And then there's ambush. Cannot leave ourselves flanked. And, uh, as much as I don't like it, he didn't drop his weapons. That was clear mercy right there. This he was is, not going to fight us. This is a risk we cannot abide. We do not know how many more there are. We cannot leave ourselves surrounded. We aren't monsters here. We aren't going to just chop down everything in our way. This, this was decent folk here. And he points back uh, across the hall towards the other two who are still there surrendering that are unarmed. They have disarmed themselves. They have not stepped towards them. This one was just too scared to do it. Until more superiors arrive? Well, I don't know. That wasn't your call to make. I suggest we stop yelling in the room that we just got done fighting in before more curiosities come. Can we agree to that? Well, maybe if we don't start slaughtering these people over Buddy. here. I'm just saying, you Buddy. know, they can talk that language and we can't. Buddy. Espes. Uh, they Did you see him slaughter right? that man? Yeah, the, the two in the northern end are completely disarmed. How long does Grease last, by the way? Um, five minutes, I think. Okay. No, one minute, sorry. One just minute, one minute. Right. So it will eventually fade away. Um, it's not going to be we're there We're having forever. a conversation here, thank you. Okay. Um, well, well mo- Yeah, but, but multiple fine. things are, are happening. Multiple <laughs> things are happening here simultaneously. Oh, yeah, we're just trying to have someone. But, uh, okay. Um, Resme will point... Um, at the monkeys and point back outside the door, gesturing, telling them to get the heck out. Back where you came from? Yeah. So towards where where Rura is. Yeah. So as you're yelling at Tyrannus and you you two are talking, she's yelling at the monkeys and... uh, I'm not yelling because it's not going to help, but I'm gesturing. They don't understand anything. You're you're gesturing towards the monkeys. I'm not being an American. Trying to... And I'll, uh, if you speak slowly, they'll put it together. Uh, I'll step back to, and get out of the way. Trying to indicate they, get, they need to get in the room while Rur 
moves back and makes space. But uh, buddy, if you're if you're not moving, is still in front of them, and that was the the one that the one was battling, and they see you pointing, but they don't immediately seem to get your your intention here. And uh, Tyrannus yells back to, to both of you two. I believe there's a time for that for that may have passed. We do not know how many more of them there are unless we can establish communications. We cannot learn that. Stay alert. Just tie them up, truss them up, and leave them in that room in the two tents. That seems reasonable. Yeah. We could tie them up and leave them in here, or we could tie them up and take them outside and leave them outside. Just oh, leave them in the tents. They'll be fine. We can take them out after. I'm not going to kill creatures that have clearly surrendered to me. Oh, but but tying them up also outside, they freeze to death. Yeah, just leave them in the tents. It'll be fine. They're not going to go anywhere. And while you're uh, debating um, this, Tyrannus steps past Dalren. He would like push his way past Dalren as your lightning crackles down up to Buddy and just gesture out with a finger. There is tactics and there is stupidity. At this point, clearly you do not understand the former. There are monsters and they are a good man. Clearly you don't understand the reason for both. Yeah, if Tyrannus is still pressing this issue, I'm going to come back into the, into the room because we're not having this. And so the two monkeys just sort of back off further. Um, they're not positive what's going on or why this has devolved so rapidly into their enemies now arguing amongst themselves and though they might not understand what you're saying you're clearly upset with each other and uh he looks to you and turns back and, uh, and looks to resume behind him and says these vaults are massive if we have to survive this we have to be smart i agree but this is a very logical easy solution Espes and I will tie them up and we will leave them here. It is a compromise and it is one that we will make. Uh, so, you guys, so you guys can speak monkey language then, huh? Can I make a you know who can. You to know try who... to calm everyone down and tell them that this is the, the correct solution? You cannot make a diplomacy check against players now. <coughs> no, no, him. Uh, Tyrannus. Um, I mean, that's... Yeah, he's and diplomacy check is not something. I mean, you're making you can make a you're making a request of him, I suppose. So yeah, yeah you, you can roll one. Um, <laughs> I get a dice gel workout with this. Oh gosh! Oh, we're gonna get. A, oh a gosh! You're getting so you're gonna pay. I have so many coins. That's what we do. Um. Okay. Uh, that's a twenty-one. The twenty-one. He nods briefly and says, I have no problem with, the, with this. These have surrendered. They are unarmed. We did not leave ourselves surrounded in case more arrive. Come on, Esfes. Let's go tie him up. Well, you know who does speak monkey language? It's these monkeys over here. Maybe we can get them to convince the others. They seem properly scared to me. And as he looks towards them, they have surrendered for now as soon as their commander had fallen. Uh, it's a 20 on the survival check to tie him up. Well... Okay, you need to slow your roll like oh, to sorry. one quarter speed. <laughs> like, we are we are not. If you want to walk over them and attempt to bind yeah. them, like they are going as you get close within like five feet and with rope, they are going to crouch down and bare their teeth at you aggressively. They're uh, they're not allowing that. Um, Resme is familiar with how to handle um, animals and aggressive animals. Um, she's been taught how to do it. Can she try to use body language to calm them down to let them know that she's just going to restrain them? 
Um, do you have society? I do. Make me a society check. Um, that's going to be a 17. Okay. Um, you could certainly try. You know that that's only so much. Like, they look like monkeys, just like the boggards look like frog people, but they're like a fully sentient race. They're not, mm -hmm. like, they're intelligent, and they're not just animals. Uh, they don't. They seem to be at least about as smart as the boggards are, and you're not positive how much of this is going to translate because you're not sure how, like, instinctive they function. I send them a message in their head, and if I talk to them in their subconscious, will they understand it in their language? Like with the message spell? With message, yeah. I'm going to say no, okay. because message is, message is almost direct telepathy. You're just talking okay. and putting your words in their minds, so they won't understand that any further than uh, if you just talked out loud. I'm just curious. Um, so she'll put her hands up and kind of um, make some hand gestures um, with the rope and just kind of point on the ground um, in a very non-aggressive, non-threatening manner. Um... The they look at you and they look down at what you're doing and uh, they sort of look at each other and just very quickly exchange a couple of words and then the uh, one of them appears to kind of be I guess the, the closest to a leader here the one who's taking the initiative anyway turns to you and kind of points Tomo and to the badge on his chest Tomo the hawk Are you saying you want to follow me? She'll kind of go like this. And they just sort of look at each other. And then the other one makes a quick motion and motions that his little, this smoking claw insignia that the two boggers he'd found before had. They all of them seem to be wearing the same thing. Da Hawk. Da Hawk Mogond. And then he makes like a smashing. The hawk Mogon Tomo. So what ah, is a what He's are... threatening you. His <laughs> god is going to burn you to ash and crush your bones. I don't think that's what he's trying to get. No, at. no, no, no. I'm positive that's it. Dalren. Yes? This is not a threat. He from what I'm garnering, this appears to be a warning to us at uh He's just is the is the he's gesturing towards the door that's like barricaded and sealed or no he's gesturing to resume just oh gesturing to resume okay yeah it's a, a, a warning of bodily harm to come to somebody is generally considered a threat I highly doubt that the completely unarmed cowering monkeys are threatening no no his god's gonna do it for him that's how cultists work they're both just kind of looking back and forth between you as you're talking like Brewer. Perhaps we can test their evil intent. Expose them to the light of Saren Ray, and we can see if she spares them, or if they have truly evil hearts. I'm not partial to exposing someone purely for experimentation. But there's literally no downside if they're not evil. Um. The downside is I would be abusing the powers of Saren Ray to harm someone who has clearly surrendered. That is not acceptable. Resme will go like this, um, and and put up I see your one, and then go like this again, as if to say, you got one choice, <laughs> this is it. And they- I wonder if I could squeeze him just so and make the ceremony <laughs> I don't know if that picked up. But uh, he, he looks at you, and uh, uh, the front one, uh, the one in the background, right, kind of just bares his teeth again. And the one in front shakes his head and pounds his chest 
Dahak! And points across all of the group of you and indicates like a bunch of things and all of them. Tomalda! Oh, he's getting very excited. I think negotiations are breaking down, Resume. Like he's making no move, like he's not gonna fight you, but he's also not gonna let you tie him up. Um, so I guess that, at seems, this point, that much seems clear. I think the Calmont approach needs to happen here. So Darwin's gonna go up and grab one of them. Okay, so. Uh, I'm backing up. Yeah, you, you guys, like, Resme's up here, Rur's in the room at this point, and Dalren's just gonna walk up to the front of these creatures and just grab him. He's the particularly aggressive one. Yeah, the one in the front, the one yeah. who's taking the lead here. I'm gonna and grab him. Reach to, I mean, you're gonna make a, you're gonna make a grapple. That's a athletics check. That's fine. I can He's, do that. I have. I had dice. Oh, thank now, are you. all of your dice in jail? Yeah. Most of I mean, them. There is quite a pile. You can't now. put them all in jail. Well, you. We have surprised. a lot of them we to have pick a lot. from. Well, the encounter's over, so now they can come back out. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You, light sentence. You, maybe you, you can trust them. I don't know. I'll think about it. Burned a session reroll on that one. Uh, so athletics Ooh. check is going to be a twenty-five. All right. Well, you you grab them. So yeah. you, uh, you definitely. You grab him. So you walk up and you just grab a hold of this one and he screeches at just a bestial, angry monkey screech. Now I'm ignoring him. And then just continues ranting. Malorok Tomodanga Dahak! Yep, you've just earned yourself a gag, my friend. Tie him up, gag mouth. And I'm gonna just pick him up like Calmont and take him into the next room. And he's like, you tie him up. He resists, he doesn't make it easy, but he does not physically fight you. Yeah. He just, uh, Attempts to make it difficult. And I'll stick a handkerchief in his mouth. Yeah, and the two. <laughs> and you bring him back into the previous room where you just oh, leave. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> a tied up little creature. And I would step aside for if the other one try and get the other one to follow. Oh, actually, what I'll do uh, at this point also, since there's a tent there, I'll swaddle him in the tent. <laughs> just wrap him up in the entire tent. Yeah. Okay. It'll keep him warm. Yeah, keep and him uh, warm. as you step aside there, buddy, the other one does choose to just follow. He's <laughs> gonna uh, come quietly. He will come along and just looks at you, shakes his head as he walks past the rest of the party. And Tyrannus steps back. Tyrannus makes no move to stop either of these. He lets them go. And I assume you do the same thing to the second one. So yes, you know, I do. You have two. His will probably be more comfortable. Two of these monkeys just kind of swaddled up and. He'll get a greasy pillow. Tent. <laughs> back here in that room before you rejoin your, your friends. Problem solved. All right. Uh, I guess. Should we go through that door since that seems to be where he was calling for help through? Well, I'd say the door down uh, further uh, to our right here leads back out to the main if my uh, notes are to be of any indication. Yeah, looking, looking around this, it, it that seems reasonable. And this whole chamber here, this whole area is just full of desiccated seating and couches and furniture. It looks like it, it may once have been a waiting room or they may have just dragged all of the seats here and broken them apart to use them both as large chunks of throwable sharp objects and to make crappy little makeshift hidey hole shelters which have almost entirely been knocked over by the fighting. It, I wonder if there's a hungry abandoned bear on Yeah, if I were door. to put my ear up to that door, yeah. would I hear some like heavy, heavy breathing or any large animals moving? Yeah. How long has that barricade been there? 
Yeah, so the you... barricade. That was bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you killed Espus. <laughs> Never forget Espus. So as you come, uh, if you would come up to this door, buddy, and you would put your ear up against it, like with with no perception check necessary, you would certainly hear what probably sounds like bear noises on the other side. Uh. It seems to be very close to the door, like it has kind Heard. of been, you know, a lot, yeah. like all of this stuff is happening out here, and it doesn't sound immediately terribly aggressive. It's almost sort of curious, low growling, occasional, just <laughs> sad bear sounds. I feel bad for this bear and starving to death in there, but I don't know if we can provide it any comfort. <laughs> well, we can provide it lots of monkey and bird corpses. If you want to go in there, I guess. Uh, I am not uh, partial to letting out the starving bear at the moment. Yeah, maybe later. Maybe once we clear this place out, it might be easier to simply just leave a trail it, for the bear to follow to get out. Now, I, admit, I cannot believe that maneuvering back there. Like, that was incredible. I've never seen that move before. I didn't know you knew stuff like that. That it's was like, quite impressive, I yeah. have to say. Acrobatics. Sorry about the grease. Oh, was that I'll, the grease? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll try to make that more clear next time. My you bad. You are a smooth son of a gun, though. I could barely tell. As is my backside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he looks so grumpy. I feel bad. Oh, don't worry. That's his normal face. You know, oh. Turn ass with a quick, curt hand gesture. Indicates stop, shut up. And you can't like, seriously be considering the concerns of a adult bear captured by goblins at the moment. Well, we should probably want to get rid of it at some point, but it won't affect what we're doing now. We should definitely clear the cultists out first. These would have been Zelikta's chambers, nothing more than a personal residence. I doubt there's anything of value in there to us, and if the door is barricaded, I assume both the goblins and the cultists have had their fill of this creature. Mm. Mm. Now, you lot, wherever it is you hail from, whatever your backgrounds, Clearly not trained in martial arts. You have no understanding of standard tactics, formations. I think it's as simple. You, let me just farmer. You stay at the front, keep your shield raised. Me and the elf strike from behind. You, Which elf? The elves with weapons, I would assume, is obvious. Oh. You, surprisingly, seem to be able to handle yourself quite well. I am admittedly impressed. You rarely find such raw talent outside of the ranks of the Hell Knights themselves. Such discipline, adaptability. Now you just come strutting in here. We have our team going here and you trying to tell us how to do our job. I'll have you know we were doing just fine before you came along. We are helping you out here, Buddy. so you'd better no, calm your britches. Hand, he just kind of rubs his brow. Look, Buford, if I cared not whether or not you survived this adventure, I would not bother giving you advice. Oh, so this is you just being nice because you got a This weird... is me wanting to see nobody slain by these cretins. As he just sort of gestures at the dead monkeys and boggard staring across the hall here. Well, I appreciate your concern. I guess we'll just move on as misunderstanding then. Very well. Uh, perhaps then the uh, door on the other side of the hallway may be the best way forward. Well, he just started to get open before Tyrannus had just stricken <laughs> him down. I agree. Um, another thing to consider. 
uh, and uh, Tyrannus, your expert opinion, I suppose, would be welcome. Uh, it seems that the uh, door uh, immediately at the end of the hallway will lead back out to the main chamber. We may be able to approach this other room from both sides if we come from the main hallway and this door at the same time. It does seem as such. The layout of these crypts are strange. I had never personally visited the Del Altarian in my adult life, and this layout is very different from Citadel of Raid, where I hail from. And given the size of uh, our party, it may make sense to come from two directions. I agree. Perhaps Beaufort can breach this door, as is his style. I would assume there is again another behind it, so contain I'll yourself. Do, I'll do this time. I'll, I, I've got a plan this time. And perhaps myself and Esvis will support him from here, and you, Rur, and Resme can strike from the southern door. That'll work for me. My only concern is other possible threats in the main connecting at the chamber, but I can't imagine they would have waited until now to show themselves. And we'll also be quiet until we go and push in, so um, we should be able to do that. Very well. Buddy, he just motions at you in the door. Uh, I'll send you a mental message if we run into trouble. And he nods and uh, steps back to make way for the group of you to move. So are we going to stick with that plan here? I like, I like it. So I will take... Who's going down? Are you going uh, what he said, Dalren, Resume, and Rear going Yeah, that's so, right. a reasonable suggestion. So the three of you would make your way down, open this doorway here, and uh, head down to the south. And it would be exactly as you had estimated. Uh, the second hallway behind this door leads back to the main antechamber, and then the third hallway loops back up around to another door that very much seems like it would lead to the same place. The only difficulty with this particular setup is that both light sources would be going to the south, so one of you... Um, I'll f I'll uh, dis uh, extinguish the light on uh, Rur and... Dalren. On Dalren, and uh, put it on uh, Tyrannus. Well, okay, uh in that case, could you put your light on me? Because it becomes much easier to see where we're fighting if we have a light on the person who's pushing into the room. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Thank you. All right, yeah, I can do all of that very, very easily, thanks to Arkenforge, because these are simple one-button toggles that I just missed clicking on three times in a row, which is entirely <laughs> my fault. That has nothing to do with Arkenforge. You the man. It is significantly easier to arrange these things here, because I just turn this light off, Bless turn you. your light on. Gesundheit, good sir. Thank you. So, uh, as Dalren, Resme, and Rur approach the southern door, you eek open this metal antechamber here and arrange yourselves to enter from the west. Look at these tactics. Look at this business we got going on here. <laughs> Approaching a doorway from both sides that we, oh boy, we sure hopefully is into the same room. Mm -hmm. That's very likely. I'm counting on it. <laughs> it is very likely. So, we're about to get destroyed by some rats again. <laughs> you have to admit that Tyrannus is kind of handsome, and he's he's got this thing going with his commanding voice. I'm really not sure what to think about it. Well, you can take him out to dinner next time we get back to town. But yes, personally, I'll be a bit rash. I'll be very grateful to uh, be quite done with him uh, once this is over with. He grates on my nerves. I would like to work with him some more. Possibly I would like to work with him some more, too. Not let him be alone with you for too long, he's but we'll see. He's the foot soldier of a tyrant. He likes to throw his weight around. Thankfully, he realizes he's alone out here, but I wouldn't ever want to visit his household. He's kind of cute, though. 
I know you have a thing for mustaches, I suppose. Who doesn't? So are we just going with the mini yeah. that we have in retconning that Tyrannus yes. has a glorious mustache? Yes. How yes. could I not? I mean, yeah, all right, I'll take that. I'm okay with that. So I guess I'll have to MS paint that on his token at a later yeah, occasion. That's fine. <laughs> because we'll, we'll go ahead and retcon that he has the glorious mustache, uh, just like his miniature there. So what's the plan? What's happening? You're split out. Uh, so Rosemary um, was going to message. Yep, I'm going to message him and say uh, when Dalren tells me to, to say to Breach. And just, you're both going to... Yeah, at the just, same time. Just count down and... Three, two, Dragon rage. one, and as he, go. Uh, he rages as the door is about to open. Buddy raises his shield prepared. And as both teams throw the doors wide, I think we should take a break. Oh. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good timing. I think it's a perfectly acceptable, nice climactic time here Dalren, for a break. Dalren's door opens to a broom closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clean sweep. I love you, Sirenscape. You make my day so much better. So we're going to take a uh, quick couple-minute rest for the midstream here. We will be right back. And as the two of you, uh, Dalren and Buford, swing them wide open, you reveal a very... Strange, but largely empty chamber. Hmm. How, how anticlimactic. That is so anticlimactic, I know. It's good to be prepared. But mm-hmm. as you two breach the size of this room, uh, you can see that this has been less ransacked than the rest of them. There are still intact chairs in here. There's still a couch against the wall that Buddy can see. Uh, and another uh, set of fairly nice plush chairs against the western wall that Dalren can see as your sight lines kind of bisect each other across the room. Uh, hanging from the ceiling's rafters, not terribly high overhead. Just, just uh, It's about 12, 15 foot ceilings down here. They are still fairly large vaults. Uh, so it's not far beyond what you can reach. There is a strange pile of what looks like fabric and knotted curtains all wadded up together in a huge mass. On the roof? Yeah. uh, On the ceiling? Yeah, uh, like the rafters hanging from the ceiling. A a mass about 10 feet across that's draping down to about three feet off the floor. Maybe like waist level. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's like a giant complex of blankets and curtains hanging from the ceiling. Hmm. I don't like the look of that at all. So... Chaplin. The door's open. <laughs> okay. You, uh, you're you both ready. Everyone's weapons prepared. And you just see this. Uh, Unsure of what to make of it. Dalren's going to pull a javelin. Yeah, you, you are detecting. You're always detecting magic. Okay. You, nothing registers as magical. Because you have to your explanation activity. And I'm going to plant a javelin right in the middle of that So you just... Charged with lightning. You ra- oh, you're already raging. Yeah, you're, you're raging. You didn't see any enemies in the first place. You just come to the door already mad, and you just fling basically a lightning bolt into this giant mess. And uh, that you just fling this, and it rips right through mm-hmm. a bunch of this cloth before clunking off something wooden, uh, some kind of supporter thing that it's all wrapped around that's holding it all in place. Mm-hmm. Do I hear, like, a reaction or um, anything? Esvis, give me a perception check. 11. 
Uh, an 11 over to like the wish of the javelin piercing through and the clunk of wood and crackling lightning searing through. Uh, you <laughs> <laughs> move on to second dice gel now. Um, you don't see anything out of the ordinary as the group of you start to move forward in this room. As your team, unsure of what exactly is going on or what you want to do. Um, as I move in, way can I forward. have a strike ready because Dalren really thinks there's something in this room? I mean, wh- no, because were there something in there, that's like the very definition of what initiative is. I see. But as you enter, let me unfreeze the camera real quick. had a consistent way to fix this and didn't just come and go at complete random. Uh, as you come into the room here, you can see it expands a bit on its northern end. Uh, strange strange angles. This room is much less square. but A lot of the rooms here have been at, at kind of off-kilter directions. It's almost shaped like a giant capital P, sort mm-hmm. of, with this big cloth monstrosity and what the center of the, the hole of the P would be. Uh, there are two further doors that lead in deeper. And Tyrannus is looking up at this monstrosity hanging from the ceiling and kind of just in front of him uh, mentions is this I imagine would lead to the Marelictor's chambers this seems like it was a very well appointed lounge yeah I guess we'll take the one of those doors ahead and just go through and see what we find you kind of gotta walk either very sidled along the wall and kind of over some furniture or through this odd cloth thing that everyone is super suspicious of. I'm not going anywhere near the cloth thing. Uh, Because it it takes up, on the map that you can see here, where that like purple carpet is, it's a little smaller than that. So it's most of the center of the room. This doesn't make any sense. Those monkeys ran here like they they had friends in this room and now we find nothing. Um, He's gonna actually poke at the couches. He's gonna check the carpet, like check the rafters. He really thinks there's something in this room. So you're moving up to, uh, you're moving up to- I have a 10 foot reach. I don't have to get that close. Stay back here here and just kind of poke around at like the lower bits of some of these curtains. And I mean, from back here, you can reach like the edge of this clothy thing you can kind of poke at it a bit yeah. and nothing seems to react. Hmm. Maybe they wanted to go through the second set of doors and this is just what it looks like in antechamber. Or perhaps with as tied as everything seems to be that this would be... Uh, as I go over and kind of grab the cloth and kind of give it a hard pull just to see how sturdy it is. All right, so you're walking up like uh, your issue hereabouts up towards the, the center of the room. Yes. And uh, Tyrannus moves aside and lets you pass, and everyone's sort of just filed up here. And as you reach up and grab the cloth, your suspicions, it turns out, as adventurers are not unfounded. As with a screech, a rain of monkeys <laughs> shakes out from this cloth treehouse up in the rafters, dropping down all around you. Suddenly, monkeys. And I'm going to need everyone to roll <laughs> some more initiatives. Here. Dalren's like, I knew it! I fucking knew it! Ooh, hey. Ooh, I am the most ready. Ooh, you are also the most ready. I'm okay. Most ready sounds like it's a good thing. You guys should have an amount of ready. I am not ready. Well. Was anyone scouting? Nobody is scouting. Nobody's scouting. I was searching. Uh, Rur. 13. Okay, this is just a 
order that I happened to pile them up in previously. <clears throat> I guess we're just keeping our old actions. Buddy! 25! Nice! Ooh, look at this! Spice in the now. Resume! 18. 18? Might be somewhere in the middle, I imagine. Esvis! 12. Hey, you were busy pulling on the curtains. <laughs> it fell on top of him. Curtains fell on yeah, top of him. It's raining monkeys on you right now, <laughs> so you were the least prepared for this. Dalren! 23. 23, right there. Buddy, win initiative? <laughs> We have one more I hero mean, to save us. Oh, that's right. Also the Tyrannus. Oh, oh gosh. Tyrannus got a tan. Okay, so I'm going to do you a good favor here, and I'm going to roll the monkeys separately instead of the barrel of monkeys this time. <laughs> Seeing as they are all right here, descending upon this curious ranger. So, Monkey Uno, and they are all rolling stealth for initiative. Monkey Uno. It's going to get a 24. Right in here. Buddy might still win initiative. Monkey Dose is even worse than Tyrannus. Mm, <laughs> impressive. That is Monkey impressive. Monkey Dose gets stuck in the cloth as he tries to come down and just bubbles <laughs> everything. Uh, buddy, you're going to have a hero moment here. <laughs> you're going to get one round of shining glory before all these monkeys go. Uh, Dalren, what would you get? Uh, 23. And resume to like a 18. 18. Okay. So here we go. The monkey's ambush is relatively effective. It's going to be Buddy, and then I always go clockwise with these, so it's going to be Buddy, and then... The monkey closest to you and the monkey furthest from you. Then Dalren, then the other monkey close by, then the entire rest of the party, and then the monkey in the middle. It's <laughs> just very in stuck. Irony. And this, he's in the center of it. He's trying to get out. He's like, oh, the ambush is happening. Can I have two more monkey tokens? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have monkey tokens. Here. I have robot man tokens because I don't actually have monkey tokens. Those so robot monkeys. man is monkey tokens. They are melee bruiser guy, <laughs> which is what I have. All right, buddy, it happened. Okay, so I look at Esphus. I lean down. I wrap an arm around his waist, and I yeet him behind me onto the couch behind me. And <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I'm gonna say he—it's not that he's resisting you; it's that. You're doing this, you reacted so fast. Like, as the monkeys started pouring out of the barrel, you're reaching to try to suplex Espes onto the couch behind you. <laughs> so, you make an athletic check versus Espes' fort DC, just because of the sheer unpreparedness, as he's looking completely the other direction, his natural resistance, as okay. we two actions. But I'll let you okay, do this. Oof, that was mm, yeah. <clears throat> uh, that was a six on the die, but I'm looking for something better here. Oh, I need that last session to roll. Please, thank you. Queens for the queen god. Ooh, hey, much yeah. better, much better. Okay, so that is a, a what was it? Athletics. Athletics. So um, let's see, a twenty-six. You're about to break this man's seventeen. Neck. So yeah, that that doesn't critically <laughs> succeed. You don't throw Esmus <laughs> across the rim, but with two actions, you will grab him and haul him behind you. 
Why are we hugging again? <laughs> <laughs> you just yank him back and toss him onto the couch behind you. Uh, so Esvis is also going to land prone again on the couch. Yeah, you know. And then uh, I'll, I'll give you one action left. And then I will raise my shield. Keep your shield ready as the deluge of monkeys begins. So the uh, monkey drops down to the floor. And as it, as it does, a bit of this wooden framework kind of comes down. It's not particularly sturdy, this trash jungle they've put together out of <laughs> ruined curtains and cloth. Uh, but most of the room here is intact. Uh, he drops down, picks up a chunk of wood, it goes to hurl it at Esvis, watches this happen, and then just hurls it at Buddy <laughs> instead. Uh, 20. Uh, and he is going to miss. Just deflect that aside with your shield or with your just sheer manliness based <laughs> on the previous activity. <laughs> and then he is going to move over to this far corner where there's a bit more rubble and to try to find more things to pick up and throw. The other monkey drops down right in front of you and it's just going to come down uh, with his sickle raised on your head. And he is going to hit you. Okay. The cowboy hat does nothing. I know. Well, you know, it looks good. It looks good. You are going to take seven damage. Okay. And he's going to swing it again. Uh, and that one is going to miss. And after that second swing, he as well is going to retreat back to a corner where there's um, a little bit more usable rubble uh, for him to search through with his free hand. So the, the, both of these ones have their, uh, these monkeys all have their whips holstered instead of their sickles. Their sickles out of free hand. Uh, they're coming in with the lethal. Mm. And that will bring us to Dalren before the fourth monkey activates. Okay. Uh, Tarnas hasn't gone yet, so we can't take opportunity. Fourth monkey is going to be this one here on the wall. Yes. Right? Okay, so Dalren is going to... The one that's like right in the middle is the one that goes last. Dalren's going to slip past uh, Tyrannus, uh, and he's going to sweep the geese arm low and take the monkey's legs out from underneath it with a trick. Okay. So that's going to be a 25. 25 is going to knock him down. Uh, as he's dropping down, he hasn't really even quite gotten his footing before you've already stepped forward preemptively and brought him on the ground. He's prone. Finish the geese arm sweep and smash down onto him with an attack. Uh, that's going to be an 8. No, it's not going to be less than that. It's going to be a 13 against his prone. Probably yeah, still not good enough. Prone's flat-footed, but, uh, but yeah. a 13 is not going to land, unfortunately. Okay. And then as he is on the ground there... He is going to just, you know, monkey business. He's got a free hand. He doesn't have his whip out, but you're also right next to him. Mm -hmm. And as he just kind of falls on this couch, he's going to reach out and try to bring you down as well, oh. uh, using his sickle just as a lever more than a weapon. The monkey technique. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's your port DC? Port DC is 17. Okay, he is definitely going to fail. Uh, and as he fails, he is going to stand up. And also scamper back for a bit of distance. Back up against this wall here. That brings us to Resme and Rory Rundick. Um, That monkey's still caught up there in the curtains, right? Yes, he has not come down yet. There's one monkey is... Uh, well, I mean, they, they all, like, drop down as the start, so he's, he's mechanically on the ground. You don't have to worry about him, like, being up there. Okay, um... A, because I don't know how many other monkeys are up there and I'm worried about reinforcements, and B, because it just seems like a good idea, I'm going to set those curtains on fire. <laughs> Want to just go ahead and stress that the curtains are the vast majority of the center of the room. Okay. Oh. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying be aware. That's <laughs> like a lot it's of... It's like it's a 10 foot across thing. So it's it, it's like three quarters of the room we're sitting in right now is just knotted curtains and ready cloth hanging down around the framework of something that's there. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be a glorious time. Yeah, it's going to happen. Okay. What spell are we using? Uh... Produce flame, surprisingly. 
So, I don't want to do this. Mm, they are just dirty, knotted curtains. You know what? Just give me an attack roll. Okay. And we'll see if you can light this all aflame. This produce flame is not a... It's a pretty small little, like, handful of fire. So it'll definitely sear a bit of them, but we'll see if it catches enough to ignite them. Um, that's going to be an 18. Uh, 18, sure. 18 will start to catch. So that these... These curtains uh, in the center of the room are starting to burn. It's They don't all erupt into an immediate wall of flame, but they do certainly start to catch. And it does do uh, persistent damage, so it will just continually do damage as long as the flame is lit. Fair enough. And it actually does, uh, so it does 1d4 fire damage plus my spellcasting ability modifier on a hit, and then it will do 1d4 persistent fire damage for as long as the flame is there. So it's just kind of igniting all of these curtains, uh, making the room become fairly overwhelmingly bright pretty quickly. And I'm going to start it right there uh, in that square just sort of in front. Uh, we'll back one more. I'm going to start it like right here on the edge of the thing that is nearest you. And as more of this starts to catch, this will probably spread. Okay? You have set the curtains on fire. And <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about myself at this point. I'm going to throw up a shield. Okay, solid. Rur, Asmus, you're on deck. I'm going to go on ahead and panic real quick. Say, everyone, we should probably get out of the room. And blast a, cri- a quick prayer to Saren Ray into... Buddy, seeing as Buddy's taken one too many hits for my liking. That's a D8 plus... Okay, so nine. It's a D8 plus eight, right? Yeah, so that's nine. I keep on rolling two D8. Just the one. And as he gets nine health back... And then I will take a five-foot step back to make room out or ten. I'll, I'll come back giving enough room for everyone to at least funnel out. You're going to come like almost entirely like off of the screen here basically. <laughs> Retreating back as, as far as you can to leave a bunch of space. These dice shells are getting work. Esvis. <clears throat> you are prone on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Um, I will uh, slide off of the couch and stand back up. <laughs> and I will also move back to get out of the room as seeing as now there's fire there is suddenly a lot more fire in the room than there was when you appeared so I'll move in front of Rur and I will take a I'll, I'll just take a pot shot at this monkey right here okay the one that's straight in front of you that's the closest yes uh, so no shenanigans, no ignore cover or anything like three. that. Just a straight shot. Okay. Uh, 23 total. 23 definitely hits. Don't get a one. Don't get a one. Come on, you gotta do more than one damage. Five damage. Hey. Five damage. We did it. We in there. All right, and then... That is the end of my turn. Tyrannus... Not expecting you to set the <laughs> We just talked about tactics. <laughs> he didn't say anything to the casters. Yeah, that's rude. true. He said nothing to He's me. He's offended. 
he is. She's apparently conveying her hot burning love for him right now. <laughs> Fiery passion. She's gonna step forward because it's just like it's it's growing, but it's like this this quarter of it is just starting to burn, and it's not like an immediate threat to him. He's gonna step forward and follow up on that shot with a uh, mighty overhand swing, just cleaving through some of these curtains down onto that leftmost monkey, and he is going to hit him. That guy's got five damage on him, and now he has. 11 more. You've been rolling some really bad damage dice. D10s haven't been great today. Uh, And that seems to be nearly enough to bring that monkey down. They're seriously not sturdy. Uh, And then the last monkey, who is now in the (laughs) on-fire canopy here, is going to drop to the ground in a panic and just run. He's just going to run towards this door and fling this door open. Uh, as he just scrambles away from what is really not a terribly large amount of fire at the moment. Buddy. Um. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, I'll... By the way, it's this monkey that's going over there. I see, I see Tyrannus step forward into the line of fire. I puff up my chest, and I do step forward into the line of fire. <laughs> uh, and I will this, this, uh, the monkey on the... It's further from the door. Is it? it that's not the one that was running towards the no, door. No, right? the one that further the... from the door was the one that had struck at you and then retreated. Okay, yeah, to, uh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. Scramble yeah. for more rocks. Look at that tight and I'm like, <coughs> I readjust my hammer here <laughs> and go for a good, good swing there. Uh, well, it's not a great swing. It's um, it is only a 15. Uh, a 15 is going to miss, unfortunately. And then, so you step forward and swing down at it as he's low to the ground, just still scrabbling for rocks to throw. Um. Well, and then I raise my shield. <laughs> <laughs> so this monkey back in the corner, the one who has fallen the furthest back now at this point, has a decent handful of stuff. And as the curtain bursts into frames, uh, bursts into flames, he does the, a similar thing you'd say in the hallway before. He almost seems to go mad and just starts shrieking. Uh, shrieking, screaming shrilly and constantly as he just scoops rock over after rock and just throws them, I guess it's just one hand repeatedly, up towards the line of you guys. He's going to throw the first one out towards Doran. Mm-hmm. 18. Uh, that is going to hit. Mm-hmm. Doran is going to take five damage. And then he is going to scoop and throw the second towards Tyrannus. That's the one in the furthest corner? So there's the furthest one away from you. Yep, he's just chucking. And that's going to just barely... Uh, I mean, it's going to hit him, but he, he's going to just bring his shoulder down and it shatters across his, uh, his plate. He's going to throw the third one out towards Buddy. <laughs> just going to line of fire here. Yeah, just flinging stones. And you similarly, with your shield up, are going to be able to shatter this one as well. Before he looks across the room at this fire in the open door and just runs through the door. The same one that just threw three, 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 three things and runs through the door. Oh, wow. uh, this shrieking fury, he almost like sends himself into a blind rage and just starts moving with incredible alacrity, throwing three rocks and then running. Hmm. Uh, the second monkey in the back, who is the one that is the most injured now, is going to similarly start uh, this screeching, and he's going to step forward uh, towards Dalren and Tyrannus and just start swinging wildly with his sickle. Uh, first towards Tyrannus, 
which he is going to hit. Tyrannus is going to take seven damage. And then he's going to swing one towards Dalren. What's your easy? 18. He's going to hit you as well. Mm -hmm. Sickle is agile, so he's able to do this decently effectively. Uh, you are going to take five, uh, five damage. He, uh, oh. feels, he feels the weight of a gaze through the fire. <laughs> Not for Tyrannus, <laughs> and, though. <laughs> well, I had to, well, you know, Tyrannus can protect himself. Um... <laughs> He feels the weight of his gaze on the, you know, through the fire, and he's like, "Oh man, I'm in a really bad situation right here. I could also leave," and um, has this, uh, like this glimpse of maybe not dying right here, and <laughs> has to make a choice. <laughs> the monkey he could have been. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be enfeebled too. He hits you for five. <laughs> okay. Okay. So doesn't don't you have reduce that though? I think you, you outright reduce, because you hit him for five. You reduce that damage, too, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, gains are resistant to all damage against the triggering damage equal to two plus your level. Oh, so you only take one so. damage. So you're going to get resistance four against that. So he hits you for wow. one. Nice. As a, this is a shrieking frenzy, he doesn't seem to, you know, even consider the thought of stopping. Uh, but as he comes out of that, after that step and those two swings... Does Enfeebled apply before or after? After. It, well, after, yeah. a glimpse of redemption's after. Okay. But, uh... He then does seem to come a bit to his senses and retreats back to the rubble in the corner, at which Tyrannus is going to take a swing. This is the super injured one already, so Tyrannus, Lord of I Have Attack of Opportunity as a class feature, uh, is in fact going to put him down. So beautiful. As he retreats away, you, do you miss it? I do miss it. Do you it. miss it? Because it burns. Who's <laughs> a longing for Marn's Attack of Opportunity. <laughs> Such a good reaction. Uh, Tyrannus will strike him down as he retreats. Especially with a pole. Dalrin. All right, so let's see. This thing is, is has caught fire. We'll we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, he's uh, he'll just shout out. Uh, they're running, uh, and he'll slide to the back uh, to this edge here against the wall, uh, and make a harassing strike at the legs of the one trying to scamper away in the back in front of Buddy. Okay. Uh, oh, very nice. Mm, very uh, nice. That's a twenty-seven. Twenty-seven will hit. Uh, for 15 damage, lightning. Okay, he did. So you just... <laughs> yeah, you just step up and uh, with that massive swing, bring him down in a single mighty blow. And that was monkey number two? Question mark? Two ran for the door. That was four. That was the one that goes right after you, actually. That was the best one you could have taken. Hey, perfect. It's one and two are by the door. So I've got one more action left. Um... That's uh, probably concentrate to put out a fire, I would guess. I would imagine that would put concentrate. Well, what are you wanting to do? Uh, probably the same. It seemed to work well at Town Hall, so I was thinking of using my bedroll to try to get ready to smother the fire. <laughs> since I don't think that's concentrate. That doesn't seem like, seem like it's concentrating. That's so you could do that. You could pull your bedroll out as your third action. Oh, you could start to get it off your back. Better idea. Uh, Darwin's going to take the hook on his geese arm, hook this thing, and just rip it down and throw it into the corner behind him. Okay, so you're just going to rip down the burning part and, and just toss the fire over here. Correct. Okay, fair enough. Uh, resume and rear your own deck. And as you throw it over there, as it sails through the air, the fire does grow a little bit as it's just tossed into a heap of scrap cloth where it can 
get a lot more surface area. It can, it can spread a lot more easily into the rest of the ribbons piled on it instead of having this stretched thing I had to slowly chew down. Uh, but it grows a little. Um, Resme will um, come up uh, to where she can see both of the fleeing monkeys. Up alongside the, yep. the front line here. And uh, we'll yell Fulgare and call down two lightning bolts, one on each of them. And they have to make reflex saves, right? They do. I'll remember this eventually. All right, two lightning bolts, two reflex saves. That is a success for half and a failure for full. Um, so they will uh, take seven or half of that. All right, so one of them will take seven, one of them will take three. And then Ruhr, Espeon deck. Seeing as the potential of the room igniting is no longer a threat, I will go on ahead and move over to beside Resume and channel Divine Light, bringing forth the Holy Lance into the farthest one away. And the one who's going for it. Yeah, he's trying to get away. The door. I don't know what's potentially over there, but I don't want him getting more people. Hey. 24. 24 hits. Yeah, you're super evil. <laughs> <laughs> you're a dirty Four evil max monkey. damage of eight. Ooh, we take those. All right, so that is the one. Uh, Glad third the Inquisitor one came around to my method of thinking. The one who took four. Yeah, These haven't surrendered. I just did them in a row. So uh, eight damage into the furthest creature, and then Tyrannus. These two monkeys by the door, the monkeys honestly don't seem to be accomplishing a whole lot. He is actually going to step over and... He is going, he doesn't have like a, much of a bag. He doesn't have a backpack. He has a small belt pouch, but he doesn't have any like large objects or anything here. And the, so he's just going to come over in the far the corner as a heap in the ground and just spend two actions trying to stamp out this fire. <laughs> <laughs> two actions trying to make the fire less fire and make sure it's not going to spread back onto this central thing. I skipped you, Espes. I'm sorry. Espes, go ahead. Uh, I will come back into the room, now that, again, the threat of the room's catching fire is not as much of one. And Esvis, or and I will uh, look at the closest, uh, the closest monkey. And not today. Hunt prey. And take... No. And, <laughs> not today. And take two shots. All right. First shot. Maybe today. Maybe today. T uh, ten total. Second shot. Ten is not going to do it now. Nope. Is a seventeen. Seventeen also not quite going to do it. They are pretty quick, and they do have some decent armor on them. Okay. Uh, that is the end of my turn. Alrighty, and then that will bring us to it is the one who opened the door who just had this other one shoved past him is going to turn around and just with the grab a hunk of crap on the ground and fling it at Buddy because you're the closest person to him and he would like you to go away. Uh, that is actually going to hit. Okay. Yes, that is going to hit. You're going to take five damage. So he just kind of flings this haphazardly, sort of retreating. And he is going to run further down that hall to where you can see another door in the distance. Uh, in the, the, like the very edge of your light here, almost in the darkness. And he is going to open that one. A buddy, and then the monkey inside the door will go. Wait, I will step up to the door. Is the fire out? Fire is under control. It's under largely control. Okay, out. Okay, okay, okay. 
Uh, yeah, it's like flames licking up around Tyrannus' boot as he's just stomping <laughs> on it in the corner. And I will try and swing at this monkey and stop him from leaving, which is a really good swing there. Uh, so that's a 26. 26 hits. And then I will do a damage, hopefully. This is the hope. I have not much. Five damage. Uh, five will do it. That's uh-huh. He's pretty injured. Hey. From the, uh, he is the one who took... Lightning and a divine the lance. Divine lance. Yeah, he took the lightning and the divine lance. So you will bring him down with a hammer, uh, leaving just the furthest monkey, still frantically trying to just sort of escape or and make then, distance at the very least. And then I will. Uh, I guess actually I'm gonna step out of the way, um, just in case people want better line of sight. Okay. So that brings us now to Dalran with Resme on deck. Okay. I, elven fleetness is more than enough to catch up with this fleeing monkey. Uh, Dalren's going to sprint down the hallway after him uh, and uh, bring his uh, geese arm down to slash through the back of this monkey as it tries to get away. That's funky. Funky monkey. Uh, not great. That's a 12. 12's not going to do it. Uh, follow it up. Try to go and catch You're him this running. time. You got a lot of running. Ah, no, no. That's a d- 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 four, four, eight. Another 12, actually. Uh, unfortunate. So you're running after the hall, just swinging after him as he's scrabbling down the hallway. <laughs> he's a scooty monkey. Uh, he's, he's focused seemingly very much on keeping himself safe now, trying to avoid your blows. Resme and uh, Ruri on deck. Um, uh, Resme will see that um, he's uh, opened the door. She doesn't uh, want him to get away, uh, so she'll try to call lightning down on him one more time to see if she can finish him off. If you keep electrocuting the monkey, eventually he'll stop living. That's <laughs> my hope and my dream. He's going to pass. He's going to take half of this. Uh, so that'll be a uh, seven. He's going to take three. So he's still he's still up. He takes another jolt. He, he's made both. Oh, he didn't. He failed the first save. So he had seven arms. So he's, all the damage he's taken is from various electrical arcs. But uh, he is doing nothing but dodging lightning in this hallway right now between you shooting at him and Dalren swinging. And it's going surprisingly well. Um, and then I'll uh, move again. Okay. Um, Following Dalren. So it's like the doorway yep. here? Okay. Yeah, that'll work. And that brings us to Ruhr with Esbis up next. Our turns sound eerily similar. I'm going to move up, following the, uh, <laughs> the following the. Everybody example. chase the monkey! <laughs> Stop that monkey! Stopping that monkey is exactly why I'm here. One He's gonna more go bananas. Quick prayer to Saren Ray will unleash a lance of pure good. That will be a twenty. A twenty will hit. Max damage for eight. And eight will do it. Uh, the monkey has been stopped. What happens to the monkey as all of these things fly down the hall after The evil him? monkey. The evil monkey has been tased quite a bit. He's stumbling. <laughs> and this racking of holy energy shudders. And it's just too much for his body to handle all this pain he's been in. And he passes out and just slumps against the wall and falls over unconscious. Possibly bleeding out. I'm not sure. Point is, he's he is no, no longer, longer a threat. escaping. Yeah, he is definitely just fallen still at the end of the hall. And as Tyrannus finishes out stopping the stopping these flames out here, he turns around completely just <laughs> livid, like his face almost blood red here. As everyone's looking down the hall, but this, I'm trying to peep this monkey. Other than Buddy, who has made some space, uh, and Esphis. He was uh, a little fit, a little bit further behind there. Buddy, you're up against a door. 
on the northern side of this room. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's also, of course, the door at the end of the hall that the monkey had already opened. So there's two places you can go, and Terminus does not say anything, just fury in his eyes for a moment, uh, behind still mostly this cloth thing. So he's, he's away from the rest of the party, so he just, his gaze falls on you, and he just makes, like, <laughs> <I'll be> universal, like... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, gesture. Hey, if it works, it ain't stupid. And I'll, uh... It didn't work! <laughs> what didn't work? Mm. Very well. I would like to point out that the only Mirror? thing that didn't if work here was the breaching oh, clear. Of course. Thank you so much. Um, Are you going to fix your hair? Because I can do that for you. Oh, it's it, it'll just pop back up the next time I active, access my draconic might. He'll just peer the, hit the mirror at the base of the door and just kind of look into the room. Okay. So I will uh, just move you over so you can see in a little bit here. And as you, as you move the mirror to reveal more of this chamber here, uh, you can see, like Tyrannus said, it, it looks like it was a very well-appointed bedchamber. Mm -hmm. uh, all the furniture a bit askew to make way for what looks like a huge mound of rubble in the center of the room. Chunks of filthy cloth, bent nails and stakes, mm. uh, and just blocks of masonry and wood torn away from... You're not entirely sure where, really. Gaping holes in the walls or ceilings anywhere? No immediately visible gaping holes in the wall, but as you, as you peer around the room, it's kind of hard to see with your little mirror from mm -hmm. this angle, but the eastern wall, which would be the one kind of up alongside you here, uh, does look like it has been a bit smashed. There's not like a gaping chasm here, uh, but some work has been done to it. Mm. You also see a scrawling message on the wall to the west. Uh, very scrabbled. It literally looks like a child wrote it. Mm -hmm. But it is in common. Hmm. Can I make it out? You sure can, buddy. I'm gonna make you a sign because I want to draw this. <laughs> um, buddy, thank you for, um, for earlier. Oh yeah, you know I got your back. Maybe you don't, I don't know about, like, you know, grabbing suspicious objects and whatnot, but I'm not going to question you because you clearly know what you're doing. This is this is not like the spiders, okay? This is, no. It seems, I mean, I'm not going to say I don't want, you know, that was a rough time for both of us. So you would see this message. Beware mighty dragons. <laughs> Scrawled on the western side of the room. Uh, it, it is, uh, is it scrawled at a proper height where it would be simple for a goblin to reach it? It does look like it is relatively low to the ground, yes. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. That's... Something about dragons. Dalren kind of likes that sort of thing. Um, he's certainly kind of interested. Um, but at this moment, uh, more importantly, the reason he checked this room was to make sure there wasn't any reinforcement pack of more monkeys getting ready to charge us. And there did not appear to be. There is also nearly nowhere they could hide in this mm -hmm. unless they were buried under the pile of rubble in the center of the room or quite literally hiding under the bed frame. It's been just kind of mashed askew in the corner. Okay, uh, so that that'll that'll put him at ease a bit. So uh, he'll close the door uh, and move back out to the to rejoin everybody. Um, maybe some interesting things in that room, but no immediate threat. 
uh, as he moves back. That's positive. Should we try door number two? Well, I mean, we may want to check the area out, but I wasn't about to go wandering about in there myself. Although there was some very interesting messages on the wall. Apparently, the the goblins knew about um, mighty dragons. Oh, you mean the big lizard? It's a goblin. It's hard to tell what they may have been thinking of. But uh, actually, uh, it could be a simple uh, emulation practice uh, by the goblins, uh, referring to uh, any particularly large beast. Dragons have actually historically been generic symbols for the chaos and the unusual things in the world. Uh, Even weather or even bad relevant at the current moment? Well, it entirely depends on the entire message behind what the goblins meant when they drew it on the wall. Doran, I'm thinking we should check that door. You know, that door, what's behind it could be really interesting. Well, if Dalaran feels like ranting at the moment, it wouldn't be a bad idea to sit Buddy down. He did take a couple hits. Is this, uh... It's best to let him get it out of his room. system. This is not a very defensible location. Four doors. They could yeah, come from anywhere. I don't well, like it. We could it. go down the hallway. He said the room's clear. Then perhaps we should relocate to there first. Oh, very good, then. Um, Dalaran will reopen the door. Um, although, at this point, he is still <clears> going to... Keep his eyes open because the last thing he needs is for more monkeys to materialize out of nowhere and also make him look foolish. <laughs> and uh, you'll see, like, uh, as it, uh, Buddy's walking, he's kind of like shaking off. And why'd you bring up the spiders? I mean, because when Noreen hired us, we both had to suffer through that, and that Ugh. curtain was much like that. Now, I don't like spiders. I agreed. Agreed. Although it does bring up a point. Uh, despite Dalren's ranting, perhaps what the monkeys were warning us about in the previous room, if the goblin is... I'm assuming we're going into the room with a message on it. Yeah, I'm assuming that's where you're going to, as it looks uh, like that only had the one entrance. If they weren't threatening with a god, then perhaps remember the lizard that we fought mm-hmm. that had a very, a very um, rancid way of... Breathing. As, of breathing as the monkey gestured, bad breath, then see. perhaps if the goblins don't know the difference, that this that those could be mighty dragons, then we should prepare for more of those down here. Hmm. Yeah, now all of you can clearly see this message scroll on the wall at its highest, about maybe three and a half feet off the ground, clearly written by a relatively small creature, but uh, complete with a couple of depictions of very crude, angry faces with what appears to be air, fire, something coming out of them, perhaps. And what just looks like a arm, a muscly arm with a giant bicep. Or it could just be several ellipses with a knob at the top. Uh, there's also just an angry face. Just two dots, eyebrows, frowny. It's the beefy arm come out of the they're back of his a, neck there. The beefy <laughs> arm, yeah. It's, they're just scattered around this. It's an interesting thing. You got to appreciate how hard they tried. Well, I didn't get real beat up, Rur. I mean, it's only a little patchwork here and there. Uh, right over here, I have kind of weird, weird shoulder hitch now, but. And your wife would behoove us to make sure that hitch doesn't remain. I know she doesn't like when I get hitches, but you know, I feel. Uh, I guess I could. I could. If we're gonna be taking a rest here, I'm sure I could. I'll also help with with medicine and whatnot. I'll continue searching. Uh, so as you're looking around the room, uh, this heap in the middle is surprisingly large. Mm-hmm. It's comprised of a lot of things, uh, but the room otherwise seems mostly barren. 
I'm rather curious about this mass in the middle. Where did all this debris come from? It definitely, as I said, there's a little bit of a damage to the eastern wall. It looks like it has been burrowed into, like they busted away some of the stone, and they have carved somewhat into the dirt. Hmm. Uh, it's, it only goes maybe a foot, foot and a half in. Oh, and it's it's not just like straight, it's like at its deepest. It's just kind of a beveled thing. Uh, laying all around it are bent pieces of metal and pipe and some smaller pieces of uh, rusty metal that look like they were once spoons that have just been destroyed. The you can see matching marks in all of the dirt from these various implements. Someone they was very been. ineffectively trying to dig. Yeah, well, the, the cults have been down here for quite some time. Uh, yeah. It's possible they were trying to dig their way out. Um, all honestly, I, despite the fact that uh, they're clearly a very bad disposition and very hostile, it, Part of me feels sorry for them. They were effectively buried alive when the stairway collapsed, and they had no knowledge of the secret door to get out. Then they suffer the consequences of attacking innocent goblins. I don't understand why they're here. That's why we're down here to figure out, though. Well, we have at least two other captives we may With a smashing noise, the door is blasted open to yet more boggards in the hallway beyond that have come a-hunting once the sounds of battle had fallen silent and nobody had come by to check in. Uh, once again, before you're able to properly sit down and heal. More. At least I'm not standing in front of the door this time. Frogs. Give me another initiative. The continuous battle of man versus all of the frogs ever. So question from the time when my rage turned off in the other room. I came it's by, been at least a minute been at this time. Yeah, you've been fine. You would have been able to even like start checking Buford, but you wouldn't have been able to complete a medicine check by now. Alrighty. Esvis. This time, 18. You have found the other numbers on your initiative roll. Brr. <laughs> 19. Flex. Are you going to let him flex on you like that? <laughs> well, he's only ended one combat so far. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Mm. 24. Where are these when you're attacking things? Dalren. <laughs> 23. All right, I guess I'm going to go ahead and put this 18 down at the bottom <laughs> of the initiative table where it belongs. <laughs> and buddy. 17. The going first means that we have a quicker opportunity to start missing things. That's true. You can start, you can get your whiffs out immediately. Mm -hmm. And let me get some Boggards. Uh, and Tyrannus. And Tyrannus. Boggards, and I'll remember Tyrannus someday. Oh my gosh, Tyrannus. What was your resume? Uh, 24. Oh, he tied you, but I'm going to let you. Players always go first. He is, he is, in fact, an NPC. All right, Boggard Uno. Well, he did kick the door in, so by definition, he's pretty ready. Mm. He kicked the door in, and he coming. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Boggard Two? Not that. Uh, Rur, what'd you get? I got a 19. 19. I suppose you got an 18, but yes. you got a 17. That's low, you guys. 17 is the lowest. Ha! Nerd. I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, don't have to bully him. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he's not particularly fast. 
this is what, this is what you get. It's because he's not a rat. He doesn't have fast. This is what you get for bullying the boggards. <laughs> oh my god. You brought this upon yourself. The boggard ambush was very much ready. They were prepared. So as the door opens, um, I just kind of put you here. You were sort of scattered around. I am going to just roll a d6 for who happens to actually be closest to the door when it opens. Uh, with one through roll five a buddy. Tyrannus. Roll a buddy. It's going to be Espus. No, not Espus. <laughs> but, but he's so soft and squishy. He's so adorable. You can't put Espus. So Espus would just happen to be the one closest to the door when this opened. Is he was the one who stopped to look at things. And as this door opens, as this bogger uh, boots the thing down, a tongue flies into the room. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And, I uh, it's going to miss because oh, the buggers no. are incapable of putting on a competent ambush. Fortunately, <laughs> I have a hero point. Oh, so, no. I'm going to re-roll. What, JC? 19. That's a 19. He's going to grab you. And as he does, he is going to descend back into the hallway, bringing Esvis through the door with him. Before uh, you... They, they're in the darkness at this point. You just see a club flash out from the shadows, and the rest of you just hear a wallop. As, uh, that is not agile. But it's still gonna do it. And as he pulls you out, he's gonna bap you for ten. Okay. And then you would hear, all of you, this terrifying croak ring out through the room. And it's range. Where is it? Oh, it's 30. That's all That's all of you guys. Everybody make me a will save. Oh, my God. Oh, I got a 27. Uh, 14. Here's a bunch of frog tokens. That's all the ones I have. 21. All right, so anybody... Did anybody get... I got 11. 11? 26. So, Hard buddy. 20. Well, 27, because it's an emotion effect. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Buddy, you were frightened one. As you see your, your I was frightened one last time too. These croaks are real chillin'. Best friend pulled through the door and then hear several other walloping noises as more frogs of the darkness continue to beat him. Uh with a hit and a miss. So you're going to take another ten damage. Okay. Resume. Um, Resume will see Esvis uh, get yanked through the door, and she'll run up to see what took him getting in front of Tyrannus. And seeing that he's in a heck of a lot of trouble, she's going to... You see a tongue, like, wrapped around him. You just see clubs beating him. Uh, she's going to drop a triple magic missile on the boggart holding him. You can't see anything. You can see the tongue that's wrapped around him, but all the boggards are around the corner. Uh, can I cast light on him and then drop a double magic missile on him? Well, you move over, so that's one. Oh, then... Okay, then and I'll... light is two actions. Light is two actions? So if you cast light on them, that's your turn. It's also touch, I believe. So you're going to have to uh, come to the doorway and cast your light on him, and then that would be the end of your round. Okay. It's um, pretty. Like, she that's fine. Like, she feels like the only one action spell I know. That's okay. They're almost all two actions. That's fine. I'll do that. Okay, so your light was on Dalren. That is going to extinguish. Oh, actually, no. Rur's light was on me. Oh. You... Her light was on uh, Tyrannus. Why did that go into mega brightness? 
Uh, calm yourself, <laughs> light. You're entirely too excited. That's what happens when you heighten light. Yeah, it's heightened light. This <laughs> is blind. All right, and here's what's on Tyrannus. Tyrannus is going to go out. It was Tyrannus that got made mega blood bright for some reason. And then Esvis is going to light up. Oh, I didn't have the thing on these that showed me they were still hidden tokens. Unhide the frogs. There you go, buddy. All right, uh, that brings us to Tyrannus. What about the light source on uh, Dalvin? Yeah, that's why you can see the light source is not black. Oh, it's just really... It's just a really dim There's light. two light sources on the other side of there. And for some reason, the light's on Tyrannus. It's just like a, a flaming beacon of the sun, and I'm not really <laughs> sure why. Uh, oh, Tyrannus is going to see Esmus get pulled through the door and Resme run after him. He is going to step forward, gritting his teeth. And he is going to... He's going to swing his halberd at the tongue. That's all he can really see. He's going to swing his halberd at the tongue. And he is just... Oh, no. He's going to miss the tongue. All right. He's going to swing at the tongue again. Come on. He's going to miss the tongue again because that was exactly five higher than my first roll. That was the same thing twice. Hey, trying to get past Resme here as she rushes into the door. He can't really get his blade through the doorframe uh, without risking injuring one of the two of them. There's, there's little he can do here. Dalren, rear your own dick. There's a lot of people there. And uh, Tyrannus, in a change, does not issue any orders, does not say anything. He just reacts immediately and also seems somewhat uncertain of what to do. Okay, so Dalren is, man, it's it's real crowded. Uh, so Dalren's gonna focus, he's not gonna really be able to get to anybody, but uh, he's gonna go ahead and run over next to Resme and just try to haul her out of the way uh, and move her behind him. Just get her out of the line of clubbing. That's fine, I, I really didn't wanna be here. I just wanted there to not be darkness. Alrighty, so we're gonna, I'm gonna draw the line here, so to speak, and then we're 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 not. I don't know what is up with your light. Your light is super lucky. Your light's just weird. We're not. I, I I've let it happen once or twice. It's a cool idea. There's not a Pathfinder two mechanic to grab your allies and pull them behind. Mm -hmm. Um, that's not like a thing you can regularly do. Okay. So. I I can do something else if you'd yeah, like. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna veto it. This time, okay. So uh, instead of times instead session, of that idea, I'll stay back where I was. Okay. And uh, Dalren will just shout out, to, uh, "Get him free and draw them into the room." And he'll pull a javelin and ready a throw. Okay. I'm trying to see if reloading your character fixes the light thing. You have normal light now. Still a shining beacon on Resme because he's in the middle of two of them, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> and and so Dalren didn't move you up there. didn't move at all, so you're, you're just calling out, basically. And you're readying a, a throw. Right. All right. Uh, Rur. And then Esphus. I can see Esphus from there, right? You can see Esphus, yeah. He's used to the doorway. And uh, Esphus took a couple solid smacks. He's taking some wallops. 
Alright, so... How, I mean, how, how hard do you like Asmus? I'm less than a third left. You are still alive. Alright, so... He's barely conscious. We're gonna pop the emergency band-aid from Saren Ray. And... I forget the name of it, but I have it written down. Healer's Blessing is going to pop off for one action, and then two actions, we're going to channel the Divine Protections of Saren Ray in you to heal you for D8 plus 10. Get the plus two on the heal. For maximum, nice. 18. 18 health restored back to Esvis. In the time of need, Saren Ray answers. And Esvis, you are still grappled by a tongue here. Now, at least there's some light on your bow, and you can see the hallway full of frogs that are all kind of jostling to take a turn at beating you. But uh, you are grabbed. Uh, much like what happened to Buddy before, you're not held in this space. You can move away. Uh, he pulled you to him when he grabbed you, but his tongue is pretty long. Okay. Sorry, just give me a moment while I'm I'm trying to. So, I'm kind of visualize. Yeah, I'm grabbed, but I'm not. Immobilized. I'm not yeah. immobilized. You're not immobilized. Yeah, you're grabbed by the tongue. He's he's got it wrapped around you, but like a grab is uh, like a full a normal grapple is a full commitment. He's just kind of grabbing you with his tongue, so you're not immobilized like you usually would be. He just hit you and like he, it's like a frog. He hit you and pulled you in, and it's still stuck to you. You're still flat-footed, but you can still move. Can I move my full range of movement? I would assume so. Okay. I mean, you can move from here. He does not seem to have the strength to keep you adjacent to him. Okay. Then, um, as, uh, I will, uh, I will just kind of shoulder my way through all the way <laughs> to the back. But as you uh, try to move back, you would get stopped at about here. Once you've hit the the reach of his tongue, then he's got his full body behind him. He doesn't have enough tongue muscle to keep you in melee, but he has enough entire body to keep you in the reach of his tongue, so you can't get more than 10 feet from him. Okay, so I will come around this hard corner then. Just pull his tongue around the corner. Yep. And then <laughs> shut the door on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That is it. Then the door is there. You're at the door. <laughs> oh, I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> that... Uh... That would be an out of game thing, though. That would be that would be metagamey for me. Can I roll like an intelligence check or something? Like Esvis just suddenly goes, "That's a smart can, idea." Anyone can do uh, for the door, uh, for shutting the door on him. Well, no, no, no. Like that was. I'm, I'm it was just not saying, your like, idea. Esvis would not have had. Yeah, Esvis would not have had that um, had that idea. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to metagame. Let's see. Give me a give me a society as a recall knowledge because that's what it would be to learn about the the boggards anyway and like the, how their tongue would work and what you could possibly do to get away from them. I don't have. Society. You don't have to be you, trained. You, you just, just roll. Oh, okay. Uh, if you're not trained and your intelligence is ten, then it's just what the d twenty says. Okay. A natural one. Does not occur to you, no. <laughs> there is a frog attached to you, and you would like it to stop very desperately. Okay. Is that a, that takes an action? Uh, no, I was just getting that. Okay. That was the um, game band-aid. Can I, um, can I acrobatics to wiggle out? Uh, to try to break free of a grapple is an unarmed strike, actually. So it's just basic. It's just you are always trained in simple yeah, unarmed is a simple weapon you're always trained in simple weapons I have a dagger at my hip can I pull that out and try to slice this thing off you can do that as well okay <laughs> I don't think that roll is actually any better but uh 
And it's an unarmed uh, strike against their fort DC is the breaking grapple. But you can also pull out a dagger and just try and cut the freaking tongue. That works too. Yeah, that's that's what it, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Bow in one hand, draw the dagger with the other as your second action, just slash at him. Okay. Uh, 19 total with the dagger. Uh, 19 hits. For two points of piercing damage. So as you as you bring this dagger down, you slash through a chunk of his tongue. But this is a, like a massive frogman tongue muscle. You cut a slice out of it, and you like blood spurts forth. You hear him croak in pain, but it doesn't sever it completely. It's still attached to you. Okay, that's that's all, all right. my turn. buddy. Okay, I am going to move out of the door, uh, out of the door, in between all these squishy people. I'm gonna run. I'm running out the door. Oh, I was like out of the door, like away. No, you're running through the doorway. Yeah. Okay. Through the door. Yeah, I'm running out the door towards the people. Um, and I am going. You, there's to... definitely a boggard next to you, but you can't see him. Yeah. That's fine. Um, I am going to make sure that nobody... I'm going to try and make sure... I don't know if I could brace myself. I guess I could just... I'll shield, I guess. So um, I don't have... I have my hammer in my hand, and it can't cut, but I can swing at someone. You can... I mean, there's I a tongue, swing. like, wrapped around the door frame here. <laughs> yeah. So there's definitely, like, a bogger that's attached to right there. It's like, ugh. Like a telephone pole. So I am going to kind of slide the hammer. As a matter of fact, he's, I'm not even going to give him concealed because you can see where the tongue is going. You okay. know where his head is. I am going to slide the hammer up the tongue and actually just try and, like, bash the face of this this guy in with my hammer. Feed him mallet. Yeah, is what's gonna. Ooh, ooh, ooh! We're like really on roll today. So that's 20, 26. 26 hits. Six hits. Uh, and then one d eight. Well, that was a bad roll. But uh, that's uh, for six damage. Um, and then I am going to uh, shield and brace for impact. Brace your shield as all three boggards are going now. Um, the good news is. They're sort of stuck in a hallway, and they're also not super duper smart. So you hear oh, a bunch I, of. I, oh, oh no! Okay, I thought I had to roll concealment. Sorry. No, no, because you yeah, can yeah, see yeah, yeah, yeah. your Does that go away? You're frightened. You're frightened. Yeah, at the end of your turn, you're frightened. Condition reduces by one, oh, okay. so you're frightened. You're not frightened now. I'll keep this just in case. Well, the uh, the bogger in the back is gonna let loose a terrifying croak. Um, did anyone get a 27 on the last F you did? You're, both of you got 27s? You're immune to this now. Uh, so, you got 27 okay. also? I, 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 got, well, I got a 20. I got a natural 20, but I Okay, so, so it's just to do it. You three are all immune to the terrifying <laughs> now. Is it? Yeah, you're completely immune. So it's just you two make will saves, two of them, from the two boggards in the back who are yelling at each other and croaking angrily. You're not even sure if it's aimed at you, but if it's, or if it's at each other. Because they seem to be very stuck in this hallway and didn't think this through super well. Okay, so the first one was a 12, and the second one was a 23. First one was a 12, and the second one was a 25. So you're both frightened one. Okay. Uh, ah, good thing I kept this. Just hang on to that. Uh, you can have your very own frightened one card. So shiny. Dalren, minus one to everything. And the boggard in the front 
is just going to swing a whole bunch of times with a with a club, his tongue still kind of wrapped around the door and glued, trying to beat his way past you, it seems, almost more than he is really interested in killing you. <laughs> um, the first swing is going to hit. 20, right? You have a shield up. Second is going to miss. Third is going to also miss. Yeah, the third is the ultimate in the technology. But he's going to whap you once for 11. Whap him. Pretty meaty swing. That is a meaty, meaty. And the two boggards in the back don't seem to be able to do much anything other than yell at each other and croak a lot as they're sort of stuck in a hallway and they didn't think this through super well. Gotcha. So, Resme, you're up. Um, so... Resume like knows where he is. Can I drop magic missiles on him since I don't even really? I have to be able to see them. You have to be able to target them, and since they're concealed. Okay, then for two actions, I'm gonna move my light onto Buddy so at least we can see them now. Alrighty, so double take it off. We're just bouncing light back and forth. Just pass the light around (laughs) the team. Now Buddy is a glowing beacon, and now you can see them. Um, and I will um. I will try to do a produce flame in the middle of them because then they'll be stuck in a hallway with the middle one on fire and they're going to have to try to back out or do something. Okay. Well, if your critomy's on fire. We're going to fish for the big crit. That is not going to do it. That is a nat one. Oh, well, the, the opposite of the big crit. It is the so opposite. It's a one, just like a floof of flame just kind of hits the wall and sparks and dies out near instantly. Uh, Tyrannus at the back here, seeming uh, as Asvis comes into the room, he's just gonna take another swing with his with his halberd. He's gonna hit it this time, and uh, the tongue is already halfway cut. He's gonna hit it for five more, kind of cautiously, and he's gonna sever the tongue. Cuts the tongue off completely. It just back into the mouth of the frog that snaps back around the doorway, whipping past Buford on its way. <laughs> Uh, with the end of it still just kind of attached to you via this sticky muscle at the end of it. And uh, after that swing, he is going to step back once and then call back, Buford, step back! Funnel him to the door! I can't move! And Belrin. Why can't you move? Because there's people in the way, and I don't want them to get hurt. Thorn's gonna delay. <laughs> All right. Rur. Gonna gonna delay because Espis De- <laughs> will move <laughs> very far away, so I can at least see towards the door. Oh, do you want to go back for there? I was trying to see. Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. And uh, we'll uh, we'll ready a ready a, a bow shot for the first Margaret that he sees. Okay. And I will move out. I guess I'll take a swing and then yeah, okay, I'll take a swing. Try and okay. get this guy a little bit of confused. You whopped here. him once. Give him another good whap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, That's not a very cocked. good cocked quite. Very <laughs> cocked. I agree. I agree here. <laughs> the most cocked I've mm-hmm. ever seen. Uh, okay, so this is actually 25. 25 definitely hits. For sure. Um, so that is an 8. Gets him for 8 damage. Okay. So you are laying in his front bogger. You've caught him twice with your warhammer. 
I guess I could. I well, I'll move back. I move. I move back next to Tyrannus. I got to the the rubble pile in the center of the room here. As the light fades away, the boggards come forward, still upsetty, and uh, seeing this tiny woman in the front. He is just gonna pull up his club and see if a wallop is gonna remove this may object I from cut his. In? Uh, you may. Do you want to do it after Buddy moved? Oh, because you can't cut in during the Boggard's turn. You can cut in immediately after the Boggard's turn. Okay, yeah, because my readied action isn't around anymore because my next action was to delay on my turn. Yeah, because you delayed. So. Okay, so I have to come after. Yeah, the you will. Goes. You will be after. What is actually Boggard two that moved to the front? So this is a, this is a fresh Boggard. The other one's laughed a couple of times and his tongue got cut off. He's like, oh, Boggard goes past him. Um, Does my ready to action go off? Your ready to action goes off. You have the ready to action. You fire. And uh, good news, uh, with simplicity's sake, because in second edition, ready to actions just give you a new reaction that you can use to do the thing that you readied, so they don't mess with your initiative anymore. Okay. So uh, we don't have to worry about that. But you take a shot as this Boggard comes to the doorway. Okay. A uh, total of 21. 21 hits. For eight damage. Ooh, nice. That's the big shot. So he catches this arrow as he comes around, and Resume, what is your AC? Uh, 17. Alrighty. gonna critically miss you actually <laughs> the Espus throws him off target there he goes to swing and he takes his big arrow and just whacks his club in the door frame and then he's just gonna he's gonna just try to shove you he would like you to be out of the way now he wants to come into the room once you're 40 <laughs> see? he uh, doesn't want to be stuck in the hall anymore he's about to get fully bodied 14 14 so it is an attack action so he has minus five He's going to push you back. Okay. He does shove Resme back into the room. Uh, and then Dalren and can then step me. in, and then Rur can step in as well. Is he going to follow Resme? Oh, yeah, he can follow as part of the shove. I was thinking he didn't have an action left, but he can just follow as part of the He's absolutely going to follow as part of the shove. He's coming in the room. Excellent. He's coming to your Boggard stuff. So it's actually worked out perfectly. First thing Dalren's going to do is chuck that ready javelin right into this guy's chest. Okay. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, that's gonna be a 26. 26 hits. Do you guys have had, like, I want to say 11 one-off crits in this session so far? That's what that's, we do. That's, uh, 9 lightning damage. The dice jails. They're learning. <laughs> they learn. <laughs> they're, they're stepping up their game. They don't want to play anymore. Uh, and then Dalwyn is going to move around to, uh, perch the top of this, uh, debris pile here. All right. And two-hand his pole smashed down up to the thing for a second attack. Ooh, that with a four in the die, that's probably not going to do it. That's going to be a seven. Uh, seven is definitely going to critically miss. Yeah, that's not going to that's not gonna land. And then Rur wants to act as well as the frogs make their way into the chamber. We have targets now. You do have a target now. I'm going to go stand beside Edvis, Esvis and throw spells. Like, up oh, they're coming. Yep. See you. Bye. <laughs> I'm off. To the back of the room, away! So, glad to have you, friend. <laughs> Divine Lance across the room. 26. 26 hits. Yeah, or 27. 27 crits! That does matter! Okay. <laughs> 
26, I'm stupid. 26 hits. <laughs> 12. Why are you playing with okay. me? Why you gotta, Six. Why you gotta do this stuff to us, man? <laughs> 26 hits. I had a brain fart. I apologize. Math is hard. Math yeah. is very hard. But this is gonna catch Divine Lance 4. Six. Six damage. So that's when it's come in the room has immediately accrued a great amount of damage as everything just got loosed in his face as he came around. And that now brings us to Boggard Uno. And uh, he's also a little hurt, but he's still mostly okay. He's just taking a couple Warhammer wallopings. And he's real mad at Buddy. So he is just going to come straight <laughs> into the room here. He's going to trigger Tyrannus' attack of opportunity as he comes through. Which is a natural one. So, uh, Tyrannus is surprised the plan is where he's like, they're listening? <laughs> like he's completely distracted and uh, completely misses the opportunity to swing there. As this frog just rushes and croaks and goes to swing. So I need well saves from you, too. I need an already frightened one. I'm already frightened one. Oh, look at I am hot over here. Okay, 18. Uh, and that's an 8. So I suppose I'm frightened again. You are still frightened. Okay. Yeah, but it doesn't stack up, actually. And just swings the club down at Buddy. AC. Uh, 20. You are frightened. Uh, 19. He is going to get you. Right. And you are going to take 8 damage. He's very. You made him very angry. You hit him with your stick. He wants to hit you with his stick. He's mm. pretty upset about it. Uh, and Frog 3, who also gets to come in the room... But is just gonna go ahead and swing at the squishy lady that's right in front of him because he's just excited to get to hit something. He gets to <laughs> contribute now. He's been stuck in the back the whole time. Uh, what were you at? Seventeen. Mm-hmm. He is going to critically hit you. And then I will glare at him. How dare you swing that at a woman? Don't you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you're getting beat, you're like, hey. <laughs> You could be a self-righteous frog man for all you... <laughs> but he is not. He's enfeebled, too. Um, so, so you... takes uh, four... four you're going to resist four on this. And he is going to hit you for 20. But that is resist four, so it's 16. <laughs> so, uh... And then he's enfeebled, too. He's going to try to swing again anyway. He's only, like, this glimpse at how his life could have played out, the life he could have lived with his boggard wife and boggard kids, only makes him more angry. And he just continues swinging the pedal. So he's enfeebled, too, and also it's his second attack. So this is uh, also going to hit you. Oh, I think you're down. AC-17 is a hell of a drug. Uh, but that's a one on the die, so he only hits you for seven. Yeah, I'm still down. And he's going to knock Resume to the floor unconscious. Oof. So, uh... Resume is going to trade initiatives here. Actually, she's going to go right in the middle. This is the last bugger. She's going to go here. And, oh, it's been a minute since I've gone to this pile. You are dying one. Fortunately, you did not go down to the critical hit, so you are only dying one. It was the follow-up little enfeebled whop that he gave you that brought you down. The resist was the only reason she didn't go down to it. Yeah. Well, that's good, because going down to a crit is the bad times. Uh, Tyrannus... You are unconscious in that square. Tyrannus, instead of making a swing, both the buggards, especially the one on the front, is 
Uh, the one in front of Resume is the one the furthest away that's the most injured. The one in front of him is the one coming after Buddy who's also kind of hurt. Instead of going to swing with the blade immediately, he turns the halberd sideways, you know, holding it horizontally, and uses it as just a bar to try to shove this boggard back away from Resme and Buddy and try to make some space. Uh, so he is going to attempt a shove with a natural 20. Ooh. He is not. It's protection mode. He's going to shove this boggard all the way back into the corner. And uh, I'm pretty sure with a critical shove, you can choose whether to follow five feet or follow the entire way. He is just going to follow five feet forward, as you can also see Buddy has taken a lot of hits. And as you see, they're in a step in front of you. He's also fairly wounded. He's taken a, a, quite a few blows from the previous battles, but he steps in front of you regardless. Taking the line and then turning around uh, with a two-handed overhead power attack to just try to smite down the boggard in the doorway. He's in there. He's going for it, and he's going to miss. <laughs> he staggers a bit, all of, like over, almost overcompensating the shove, and too much of his weight forward can't really bring the blade around in time. But he's placed himself in the line of fire, and uh, he just flips a hand back to Buddy and motions you to come around alongside him. Quick question. Yes. Treat wounds can be for stabilize, correct? Um, stabilize is a separate action. It's an it's an untrained medicine action. It's not treat wounds. Oh, okay, it's so a, medicine can stabilize. Something. Yeah, medicine can stabilize. Okay. Yeah, I. Wasn't I, wasn't I supposed to go in the middle of the two, like the one that hit and then the one that critically hit me? Because I haven't yeah. gotten to go. Because you were right after them. You were immediately after the two buckets. They both were yeah. higher than you on initiative. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, there were the, the two were at the front. front. Okay. Yeah, I swapped you because you go, you don't progress in dying until everybody else has had a chance to go. Got so it. Interesting. So, okay. so I swapped you when okay, that happened. Cool. Thanks for clarifying. Yes, dude, camera. <laughs> All right. So uh, with medicine, it's administer first aid, and it is two actions. It is untrained. Treat wounds requires you to be trained. Trying to stabilize someone who's dying does not repeat. You can try to save someone's life without even being trained in medicine. Uh, and I don't even believe that requires a healer's kit like treat wounds does anybody, because that's the super basic, just yeah. like, please stop bleeding out. <laughs> Esvis, buddy, you're on deck. Um, I will immediately hunt prey the most injured. That's the one in the doorway. In the doorway, yes. The okay. one in the doorway is the most injured. The one in the far corner is next. The one in the middle is untouched. Okay. Um, we'll focus on the most injured. And uh, I whisper under my breath, Resume, I'm not walking you down that path today. And we'll take a hunted shot. So I will ignore cover. No, with her down, she doesn't. You know, he doesn't actually have cover. Well, I, I also have Buddy and all of them in the way. I didn't know if that. Would yeah, happen. they're only like tangentially in the way. With her down, I'd actually say the bugger in the door doesn't have cover from you. So okay. you don't need to worry about that. Uh, then I will. Then I will do the. Uh, I will do the hunted shot rather than the hunter's aim. So I'll okay. take two shots. So first shot. Twenty-three. Twenty-three hits. And second shot uh, was only a twelve. One hit though. For eight damage. Ooh, solid. Hey. He could not take another one of those blows, but they are quite hardy, and he's not going down quite yet. Uh, then I will just use my uh, last action to take a third shot. Might as well. Just go for it. Hunter's Flurry, get in there. A 16 armor class. You know he's a 17. Yeah, <laughs> we know he's a 17. <laughs> That's going to miss. Buddy. I see this, like, delicate elf just crumple here and I feel this like kind of swell um 
for she stood her ground, kind of uh, swell of respect as I reach down and uh, lay on hands to give her six health. Alright, so you heal for six. You are no longer dying. You are now prone instead. And with my last... And you one. With my last... I'm incredibly injured here. <laughs> with my last, like, you best use of health. You is alright, but you're... you're Really, really uh, having trouble, but I, 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 what do you think I am? I'm, I'm <laughs> warrior here, and I, uh, I follow Tyrannus's and try. I step up beside him, and we're gonna fight this. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I step up and get thrown across. <laughs> yeah. He's flicked, but he's so good at going in there. Happy birthday to the ground. Um, oh, and, uh... So the one on the right is a bit injured. The one on your left is completely unharmed. Okay. Um... Hmm. Well, I still may just raise my shield. <laughs> you can step up shield up. You can do that. Yeah, I'm gonna just step up and shield up. Alright, and then that brings us to the frog in the doorway. With Resme down, you have this, uh... Is Lane has touched? Do you actually have to, like, kneel down and touch her, or is it just somebody close? Um... That's a good question. Uh, it's a touch. It's a touch. So you kneel down and you touch her and some kind of holy light happens. He's not sure exactly what it is. Uh, but he is going to turn and he is going to commence the whooping upon Tyrannus. So, Tyrannus taking a wallop. Taking a second wallop. He's not taking a third wallop. Uh, but he is going to be whacked for... Seven, and then at eleven, he's gonna take eighteen damage, and Tyrannus is gonna go down. I oh okay yeah. You what? Did you want to do your gloves or Well, I was seeing for the second one, but it, it was it was a bit too late. No, you can you can. I was just kind of going. I just was okay. rolling them in batch. If you want to do your um, gloves of redemption, you can do your gloves of redemption. Yeah, I would like to do gloves of redemption. On okay. The second one. So he is with resistance four. That's actually the difference. Ooh. Good job. So he is. As hurt as you, as he takes these two hits, as he puts himself in the front here, Tyrannus is barely standing. Buford is barely standing. And both of the two boggers nearest the door are now both enfeebled, too. Dalren. All right. Rear your own deck. So, uh, Dalren is not about to uh, allow himself to be frightened of some stupid frogmen. So he's going to uh, channel his lightning inside him again and center himself. He's going to use Shake It Off to ignore, to get rid of this frightened one. All right. I'm sure you'll hand it back to me next turn. Probably. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to go into a high guard. Uh, since he's standing on the rubble, he might have slight height advantage here. And he's going to spear over Tyrannus's head to strike the wounded one standing over Resme. And that one, that one's pretty injured. He can't take much more. Ooh, that's a natural that 20. And that's a, with a critical hit. I am almost positive that that boggard is going down. How much damage is he taking? Uh, <laughs> All of the damage. That's uh, 34 damage. Wow. So you just bring that... That almost... That was a one-shot, actually. <laughs> you lay the first boggard low, just as he barely fails to do Tyrannus, leaving two left. Uh, and I'll s rotate the... Having slain the first uh, bit of inconsequential vermin. Dalren's gonna spin the, the pole around and bring it down to the second one in the corner over here on my right. 
And it's significantly worse. That's a five. <laughs> Solid moves. A five is not going to hit him. A five is certainly going to uh, miss the bogger. Bogger head's still stuck on the end of it. It's balance off. He's just yeah. bringing the whole body around with him. Yeah. And into the wall. Um, and that was Boggard two. So, Ruhr. is you, and then it's the Boggard in the corner before Resume. All right. And then the fully the fully fit Boggard. I am going... How injured do the, the two of these Boggards look? Uh, the one in the middle in front of Tyrannus is completely unharmed. Okay. Uh, he's untouched. The one in the far corner has taken two hits from Buddy. Like he's hurt, but he's not like he's not in danger of going down in the near future. They're both relatively healthy. All right. Well, the only thing I can do is keep the front line going. So, I don't know how Saren Ray's going to feel about healing a follower of Asmodeus, but uh, <laughs> here comes the holy light. She may have some <laughs> thoughts about this one. <laughs> So it's not on the anathema list. Yeah. Notes, to, <laughs> notes to you later. Healing as Modi. <laughs> Sarah Ray pulls out her anathema list. Like, oh, that's going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna blast him with some holy light from behind, and hopefully it heals him for thirteen. Ooh, pretty good. And then I'm going to look at the unharmed Boggart. And I'm going to try and shout it down from my tiny stature in the back. You'd croak back. <laughs> I will croak back at this. Well, that's a uh, 13. 13's not going to do yeah, I'm so, afraid of you. Yeah, I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> Saren Ray protects. always commonly, comically low. So the boggart in the corner has been shoved back now. It sees this lightning man in the back. He's being attacked. He's being just assaulted by this back lane here. But he's very bodied in the corner by Tyrannus and this large champion. And he's just going to raise his club and just bring it down on you. This is the only one who is not enfeebled. Um, he's going to hit. Seven. It's a one on the die. Mm, nope, that is too many. And, uh, I go down. You third will go down. Okay, we'll go down. And... Bring, just move this entire train down a little ways as Buford's initiative changes to his new spot in front of the Buggards. Not a crit, fortunately, thanks to your pretty spectacular AC, but you are dying one. There you go. And from there, the Boggard is going to let out a victorious, just bestial roar, croaking shout, step forward and swing at Tyrannus. He's gonna hit him too. This Boggard's on fire. For 11. Oof. Which is. Not enough. Not quite gonna undo the healing <laughs> that Saren Ray had put in him because you healed him for 12. 13. 13. The Boggard's gonna still whap him for 11. Undoing most of that. But on a victorious high here, this Boggard steps forth. Resme. Which one of them looks injured? The one uh, in front of Buford, the one further from you. Uh, Resme will kind of just get up on an elbow and with all of her strength, um, reach down with her magic and pull a triple magic missile down on him with all of her strength. We let out three of these bolts of force from the floor. 
into the further buggered. It's gonna be three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Holy crap. What? Numbers. Were those all fours? There's no way. That Wait, had to I... be triple fours. Oh, no, 15. no. Did I... Do I... I don't add my spell modifier to that, No, right? it's just oh, D4 plus one. I was like, well, it had to be triple fours to get the 15 <laughs> damage. I was like, that's sick. All right, so still 11 damage is a solid hit as these three bolts sail into the further boggard. Uh, now he is starting to become relatively injured. Uh, he is starting to fatigue, but again, this victory rush is just carrying him, this bloodlust as he is succeeding where all of his allies have failed. And uh, then the bogger in front, Tyrannus, has all this magic, you do this incantation, shoot these bolts of force in front of him. He's dumb. He's not that dumb. You know you're getting a, you know you're getting a stick, Resme. So you're... You should have plus two AC. From lay on hands, which will negate prone. Mm-hmm. So you are just 17. 17. And is this one enfeebled as well? He is enfeebled. Um, this one is enfeebled, so he's going to have a minus two to attack and to damage. But he hard 20 it. He's going to miss. Oh, <gasps> good. Uh, <laughs> that pause I thought was a hard 20. It was one off. Oh. But he's going to miss. as he, he just seems like he can't muster that much strength behind his club. And just like enraged and confused... He's going to let out another one of these terrifying croaks. And it will save from you two. Does it's it work not... on Buford, who's unconscious? I'm, I'm unconscious. Oh, he's a <laughs> Probably can't hear it right now. Uh, that's a will of 21. Ooh. All right, so you're not frightened right now. And then he's going to swing again. He's going to miss it again. That one's a three on the die. <laughs> the AC bonus from Lay on Hands made the first one miss. Not today. Outside of protects. Buford, Buford protects. Buford has literally too. saved three people from going down on three separate occasions. Tyrannus injured. Not a whole lot left. He's got a mo- he's got a fairly injured boggard, and he has a boggard swinging at Resme. He's gonna power attack the injured boggard. Best chance for anyone to survive, and he's gonna miss, unfortunately. No, no, they're AC 17. No, he's gonna hit him. He's gonna hit him exactly. That's exactly 17. We're good. <laughs> We're good. I was very concerned. Four. It's cut. I'll give you guys that one. It's cut. <laughs> a two and a five on the D10, so that's gonna be 11 damage. That's actually exact lethal. Yeah. So put that bogger down with a power attack. And then he is going to turn to this other Bogger who was already enfeebled. And he's going to join the failed demoralize attempts club. <laughs> as he just he roars, taking down this, uh, this, this victory high, transferring via murder from the Bogger <laughs> to him. Tyran is standing there just barely even, barely even standing there. A plus four on intimidation. He's gonna do it, ladies and gentlemen. The Bogard is frightened. Fifteen on the die. The Bogard is enfeebled two and frightened one. Esvis. You, however, will walk the path. Hunt prey. No, this one's unhurt. But Nothing he's enfeebled two and frightened one. And hunted shot for two shots. All right. He does have light cover, so he's got a plus one, which is gonna offset the frightens. 
First is a 13. Uh, second is a 17. 17 hits. For three points of damage. And I will take... I'll take one more shot. That's going to miss with a 14. All right, so it's this last boggard here up against the wall, literally, trapped in front of uh, Tyrannus, this barely alive hulk of armor, uh, starting to take his first hits with his dead allies on either side of him. <laughs> the last man standing, Dolren, rear your own deck. All right, he's got a height advantage. He's got reach. He's going to bring that uh, geese arm around. We ranked fighting, boys. Yeah, cleave into that thing. Uh, that's a 20. 20 definitely hits. So that's 10 lightning damage. Ooh, solid. Followed up with a second swing. That's going to be nine. Nine. Nine's not going to do it. And I literally have nothing better to do. So Just keep swinging. Let's just, just try to we, chop this we thing fishing. down. That's uh, only a 13. Well, I don't know. Actually, with Frightened in, I don't know if Frightened and applies. Frightened reduces AC and Feeble does not. Ah, okay. Oh, interesting. So he's basically, Frightened is a minus one to all checks and DCs. So his like his attack rolls are down, His all of his like Fort and Will DCs are down, which is uh, his, his AC is down. Uh, the only thing it really doesn't affect is his damage, and Enfeeble lowers his damage. Fair enough. All right. Well, that's my turn. All right. beat this guy down. Roar. Does Enfeeble stack? Enfeeble uh, does not stack. But uh, if you give him a higher number, it will replace it. All right. So like if you inflict Enfeebled 3, he'll be Enfeebled 3, not Enfeebled 5. I don't think I'm going to hard 20 another Enfeebled spell. Most most debuffs do not stack up through repeated application. All right. Well, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to move right up behind the friendly neighborhood Hell Knight. And I am going to, from my position, my elevated position, look him in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Burning with the fury of Saren Ray. And for the fire, for the sun and the fury, I'll shout at him as I blast him with a divine lance. Four, twenty-six. That... Critically hits with because he is frightened one. Yes. So that is a critical success. I love our one d four this time. Get a four. That's a two four. Twelve. So twelve. Yeah. I'm gonna take twelve damage. That's a solid divine lance. With that, he staggers backward, injured. Buddy needs to make me a death check. Ooh. What is it? Cocked. I think it, it was a three. Uh, the three you will advance to dying two. It's not a critical failure, so you're not going to yeah. dying three. Was the guy who went down one or three? Uh, the guy who went down was one. Oh. So, Resme, you are up now. Because three was the one who hadn't taken any hits yet. Um, Resme will once again um, summon, Somehow all of, <laughs> summon all of her magical strength and pull down another triple magic missile before probably passing out <laughs> from all of the exertion. We have you on the ground, wounded one with six health, Buddy dying, Tyrannus standing here with four health in the front line, and a triple magic missile. For uh, 13. He's taken 25 damage. Boggard warriors. 
have 38 health. Did someone say exactly? Resme, what do you do? Um, Resme calling on all of the last of her strength and seeing um, her compatriots possibly about to die knows that this is the moment of truth and she calls upon all of her magical strength sapping herself completely as magic rains from the sky and she passes out from exhaustion just passes back out on the ground but this energy raining down slams repeatedly into the boggard uh, who's been staggered back from the blows by Dalren, this critical divine lance from on high, even technically helping the <laughs> frightened from Tyrannus, and his boggard finally slumps down to the ground, unable to handle anymore. So, Tyrannus has some basic medical training, and he would immediately, he doesn't drop his halberd but he does lower it to uh, lower it down place it on the ground as he turns and kneels down and attempts to stabilize Buford which he fails to do Asphus will run out will just drop his bow sprint over to Buddy and immediately um, pulls out his uh, his healing kit all right. You don't need the healing kit for to stabilize. We don't need the healing kit. Okay. So you can you can just do this. This is just literally trying to stop him from bleeding to death on the floor right here. It's just a medicine check. Okay. A uh, nineteen total. Nineteen is enough. So with a nineteen, you stabilize Buford. You uh, you can't stop the bleeding entirely, but with a, a few moments' work and using whatever you can at hand just to try to staunch the flow. You do enough that he does not seem to be in immediate peril of bleeding to death. He, he stabilizes a bit. You're wounded one now instead of dying one. Um, Dalren's going to uh, take his pack and put it down. Uh, the elixirs and potions uh, that we were given to by the town counselor in here. Uh, please, everyone, heal up. I'll uh, make sure we're not going to have more visitors. Uh, and Dalren's going to go out to the hallway and actually close that door before retreating back to the other door to close it again. So you're um, going to close two layers of doors just to make absolutely I, certain. And I'm going to actually wedge a, uh, a climbing python underneath it so that we can hear it when it's forced open. Okay. Uh, does, it ha- does that door have a lock of any kind? These doors do not appear to have any locks, no. Okay. Uh, this was the lower level of the like the Hell Knights that it all, nobody came down here who wasn't a Hell Knight. They didn't need locks to keep to their helmets, so they weren't gonna... This is the Marlictor's room. No one was gonna just walk in here. Um, they, they, they felt okay with that one. So, Arcadis in the chat with 1,600 channel points. Giving a hero point out to Buddy for saving three people's lives in that battle. And a hero point to Resme for the exact lethal. And uh, those you will keep with you across sessions. That's oh, cool. Yeah, the golden coins are going nowhere. They will remain thank with you, you until you spend them. But thank you, Arcadis. But uh, uh, as you stagger uh, into the room here, close this door, and uh, Dalren puts the bag of potions on the ground. Tyrannus looks uh, down to Buddy. Uh, he, he realizes immediately, very quickly, Esphus is much more skilled at this than he is. He has like very basic field medicine training. It's just part of his Hell Knight education. But you 
you very much know what you're doing. Like, he's not even mechanically, he doesn't know enough to even be considered trained in medicine. He knows basic triage and first aid. That's it. And for injuries like this, that's too much. Is Buddy okay? Got, Did we save him? I've got Buddy. I've I'm got immediately him. going to uh, pull out my tools and get to work. I'm still unconscious, right? Yeah. You okay. are still unconscious. You're okay, stable, okay. but you're unconscious. Sure. He'll be so, fine, but we have to work quickly. Tyrannus now. turns and opens the bag and just he just pushes through the potions until he would find just the first healing potion he came across. Okay. Uh, well, he has a, a four and six chance of getting a minor and a two and six of getting a lesser. He gets a lesser. Okie dokie. Um, so he pulls out his lesser elixir of life. His. And... As Esfis is treating him medically, knowing he can't help that that much, the best he can do is to give Buford this elixir. So Buford, Tyrannus is going to heal you for... Wow, that was two sixes and a four. Hmm. So uh, he's going to heal you for 22. Oh, cool. Come on, buddy. Wake up. <laughs> well, I'll be. I uh, wasn't so certain I'd... Uh... Wake up there, but did you put that perfume and medicine on me again? Because my, you know, that, you know, I don't like the smell of that. <clears throat> Not this time. <sighs> that was all Tyrannus. I'll, um, I'll keep this a secret from your wife. That'd probably be best for all of us, actually. And, uh, Tyrannus just eyebrow raised, also just kind of kneeling over you. Well, it is good to see. We all made it out unharmed. And, uh, yeah, I feel Grimace is barely like conscious. Like he's he's kneeling down. He's like leaning on leaning on one arm pretty Perhaps heavily. You should have one of those as well, unless you want to sit down for ten minutes. Oh, I think that's give going me to some be time required. to look over you. I think at the moment sitting is certainly the correct call. I've jammed the, I've jammed two doors between here between us and the rest, so we should be able to hear if any more disturbances are going to happen. Well Thank you, I wondered what that was. You know, buddy, I've been thinking. With you leaving your wife home and everything, you should probably bring her back something really nice from these trips. I mean, it's kind of probably hard for her to be away from you all this time. We should think about some jewelry or, you know, something. And as a Tyrannus kind of sits back a bit, uh, scooting over a little towards the corner and bracing himself up, up against the side of the wall as he grimaces in pain. Yes! This is important. Buford, we must make sure you arrive a hero to your wife. Well, that's a good point, I say. Uh... I got some peacock feathers. I think we can make her some really pretty jewelry. We could make her an entire frogskin wagon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You make a good point there, Tyrannus. I didn't know. I Yeah, got some good thinking over there. Prop up, buddy. And um, I'm going to go over to Resume and also... Uh, treat wounds. All right, so you guys, uh, you guys are taking a, a, a break here. So while we're while we're doing this, medicine checks are happening. So so what is everyone doing with your ten minutes? Uh, Tyrannus will attempt to tend to himself, uh, so that you can attend to the rest of the party. So what are you doing? Tending to Tyrannus, regardless of his. Uh, <laughs> Tyrannus will physically push you away. The he last will, time he tried, I got it. You are him. a tiny man. He will pick you up, turn you around, and point you. You, had, you did it as one action last time. He's, um, <laughs> he kind of reaches through for uh, a small roll of 
uh, fine cloth, the black cloth he's been using to clean his blade, and uh, pull that out as well as what the exact same a, cloth gives himself an infection. A little, a little, <laughs> hot, a little hot, like a thick tarry substance, and he will spend it. He will try to treat him. So he's not going to let you treat him. He's going to try to treat himself. He wants you to tend to these two. All right. Well, then I will. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Please. Did he just jack himself up? Oh, it passes out. It critically fails and knocks himself out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Dol- I'm going to tend. Dolphin just looks at him. <laughs> the legendary he, he, stubbornness. He will, he will of the pushes face. you away. He pulls out. It is the same as the gory black cloth he used before. <laughs> and this like little tub of a very thick, tarry substance. And he uh, doesn't take his armor off so much as he just undoes some of the straps and slumps a pauldron down and uh, loosens his breastplate so he can reach under, up underneath it. You see him grit his teeth like, oh! He <laughs> 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 slumps over and passes out on the ground. Resme kind of starts giggling, not really because it's funny, just because she's a little in shock. And so this... he is dying at this point? I, mean, I would <laughs> immediately tend to him. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's no longer dying. Okay, That's a 19. So, so you stable. You stabilized Tyrannus. But he is unconscious on the ground against the wall where you kind of just slumped over. Uh, have, it's the only way it could have happened, really. Yeah. He did it to himself. He literally did it to himself, yes. <laughs> Legendary stubbornness of the, of the helmet. So are you treating Tyrannus with a... I am now you, treating Tyrannus. What are you doing with this Tyrannus? I'm, I'm treating Resume. I'll treat Resume. Buford. Uh, I'm going to be refocusing uh, kind of... Uh, Did you use your focus point? Yeah, lay hands. hands. Oh, land hands is your focus point, right. Yeah. I was thinking of the other, like the, the main spell, but you don't even have that. I forgot. So you... Uh, yeah. Uh, you'll be spending this refocusing. How do you look right now with that potion? It was a pretty powerful potion. It pretty good, actually. I figured it would have Not almost bad. entirely stopped the bleeding. It would, have, it would have clotted up everything. Um, you are still wounded. Yeah. Unless someone treats you medically. Because the potion, yeah. and you're still in a lot of pain. Yeah. But you're not in mortal danger. Yeah. Uh, but so. you'll spend this time refocusing, praying to Iomadai. Mm-hmm. Uh, the goddess of battle for yep. these victories. She'd be, she'd be okay with <laughs> She's this. She's pretty proud of you right now. <laughs> Saren Ray, eh. But uh, I <laughs> like I haven't been throwing some fire. No, lances. you have. You have been. Saren Ray is both of your deities would be quite pleased with you at the moment. Dalren. Uh, so Dalren is actually in remarkably good condition. Given Nobody the, swung at you. No one swung like, at you. <laughs> it's great. How good is reach? Reach is spectacular. People hit other people before they hit you. It's very useful. Uh, it's the way the elves have survived with their frail bodies. Long sticks with knives on the end. We yep. can see what happens when an elf gets close. It, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, uh, that, but, and also since Dalren is A, untouched, and B, terrible at healing people because he just does not have the skill set, uh, he's going to be handing out potions uh, to, well, Buddy's kind of stubborn. Tyrannus, I was going to try to get him to drink one and try to convince him, but... Then he went and passed out, so that's not even an option anymore. Well, the good news is him saying no is not an option anymore. You can just yep. force feed him a potion. You that's can just true. Pour a potion down his <laughs> I can do that. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna let... I'm gonna hold you back when you go to do it. Let me tend to the actual wounds before we act before I we love give him. Tyrannus is now wounded one from trying to tend to himself. <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach him. Um, and uh, Resme, you should probably drink at least a couple of these. Uh. 
Are you sure my set? My, my mom always no. told me not to take drinks from strangers. <laughs> you... Just to That's make sure... That's a joke. You... <laughs> oh, gallows humor. Yes, very good. Very good. Uh, just to make sure no one is like a... In, any misunderstanding here. Uh, you haven't had your wounds treated at all, right? You can stay here for like 20 or 30 minutes and continue doing... Like, yes. You can treat wounds everybody. That You're not would be limited. great. You have 10 minutes, you can only do it once. Well, I think so, we're... Uh, are, are we limited by the treat wounds that we did back in the first room? Yes, because it has not been an hour. Yeah, so... so someone has been... I battle medicine to you. Does yeah, that but no one has been actually wounds? treated. It does not. Battle medicine's its own thing. Because well, every time we sat down to try to treat wounds, we, get we got interrupted. Yeah, yeah. I believe, and I can double check this, I believe battle medicine, it definitely has a one-day cooldown. Mm -hmm. I think it is entirely separate from the normal. That was well, my understanding. Yeah, it is actually so. still treat wounds. But I, I, I'm going to say for now, it's not. We'll look it up later. I'm going to say you can treat wounds. So uh, uh, you could treat anybody else here. Tyrannus. Uh, Tyrannus has also Tyrannus been battle medicine. treated. You are treating... Resume. As soon as I'm up, I'm happy to treat Buddy. So uh, go ahead and roll me your medicine checks, you two. Thanks, Aspis. You have really nice hands. Just best at making things awkward, aren't you, Resume? I am. So I got a 12. Nothing really happens. You got a 12. Yeah, you, aren't actually, you actually is... aren't able to bring him. Well, these are back pretty to severe. I'm going to need to spend more than just a few minutes yeah, he, working he on this. He has these. been pretty brutally clubbed. Oh, 15. Uh, with a 15, you restore 2d8 health to Resume. And that resume cannot have everyone's treated for an hour. So I'm going to continue working on Tyrannus here. For maximum 16. Hey! I'm back up to full. The eight box cars. That's pretty good. So, uh, yeah, after 10 minutes of treatment, uh, Ruhr waves you off, but Tyrannus has not regained consciousness. You, uh, um... At this point, like, you've gotten him mostly out of his armor. Uh, to be able that's to address, probably what yeah, the first to be able to address the wounds properly, make <laughs> sure like, the, goes like yeah, this. the metal is not crushing against his wounds and making it impossible to treat. And uh, you've got his breastplate off, and you're still not able to wake him up. Uh, he's breathing. He's doesn't seem to be in any immediate danger of dying. But I'm also before we head into the uh, like a, a second round of this, I need Rurin Buford to make fortitude saves. Okay. Ooh. 16. Um, okay. I get a 27. Mm. Oh, all right. That's solid. Um, so both of you at this point, after your your sickness earlier, when you had to stop outside before you came in and kind of reg and clear yourself, uh, you've still kind of felt those symptoms. They don't know if it's the adrenaline or just the time that's passed or just the 26 on, the, on a, a fortitude save, but you have largely felt your symptoms almost entirely regress at this point. Uh, you're pretty sure the felt fever is not going to get any worse. Okay. And anti-plague. Yeah, that, that's I factored that in. Um, Resme, once she gets up Thank and you. going, um, will uh, sit down, and uh, you'll see her uh, go through her familiar change as I'll use a focus point to channel um, her ancestral memories to give herself medicine favored. Okay. So that then she can treat wounds, buddy. Okay. So... As you flip, as uh, Esvis gets you in, in shape, you try to help, buddy. Uh, Rur, you feel like this is actually beyond your ability to treat medically because you have now treated wounds and Tyrannus yeah. immune. Uh, and he's also gotten battle medicine. So you oh, feel like then is, I'm going to treat him instead. You cannot have his wounds treated. It's not oh, by a person. Oh, okay. Yeah, like he has, yeah. he has done his best. Like he has been treated gotcha. medically, he's been bandaged up, he's still unconscious. Yeah, we'll just have to give him a But potion. you can't treat Buford. Okay, uh, 
that's a 16 plus 7 is going to be a 23. It's going to be a success, not a critical success, so be it's going to get 2d8 back. Now, uh, this is after you finish refocusing, after you've kind of felt your energy restore itself, Buford, and you have your uh, your focus point back. You'll get 12 health back. Cool. Some pretty high medicine checks. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's uh, also so now, to full. As she's treating Buford... Do I get my wounded condition away? Yes. If you're treated medically, your wounded condition's removed. Oh. So, yeah, both of you would have lost wounded. You are okay now. Uh, although... You have not been able to bring Tyrannus to consciousness. So while uh, Resme kind of changes and starts treating Buford, what are you guys doing with Tyrannus? Uh, well, uh, I'm going to fall back to Dalrin's plan, and yep. I'm going to take a minor healing potion out, and I'm just going to kind of dribble it down his down his mouth. So that's D6, right? Is it a minor healing potion or elixir? Potion. Uh, that's D8. Ooh. The minor potion is the slightly better one. The lesser elixirs. So they kind of go back and forth over which is better as they rank up. Uh, six. Right? So with that, after 10 minutes of effort and a still unconscious Hell Knight, you are able to bring Tyrannus, you're able to wake him up with a potion. Uh, and as you carefully kind of dribble this into his mouth, he stares a bit. Sir Knight. Oh. Just kind of rubs his forehead. Please. I uh, found these three potions in your bag. Perhaps you should partake of your equipment. Hopefully he's still too groggy to realize. And he turns and looks up to you. And he kind of opens, and he opens his eyes groggily and sort of looks around. Smirks. Is that this odd? Ha! Don't feel like an idiot. It happens to even the best of us. It's all right. Hmm. I must have foreseen these events. You're very wise. I would Perhaps rather. Asmodeus gave me forewarning. I would rather you not have a conversation with my goddess today. Truth be told, nor I mine. Buford, I wanted to thank you for saving my sister. I owe you a debt. You know I wouldn't let anything happen to her. It's kind of an odd conversation to have, but I am. I'm here to protect. Just to clarify she is still alive yes this is not some from beyond the grave magic no she's still alive oh, very well please tonight drink drink he'll take it what are you handing him another minor healing potion <laughs> another d8 hey six more six more health back we take those perhaps it would be worth taking a break for the day we have come quite far Mm, it wouldn't day be here. We're reasonably I, well protected, but this is a I'd fairly secure chamber. But I, I must admit, though my wounds appear to have been more severe than I expected, I am remiss to allow the Cinderclaws time to regroup. We do not know how many are left. There is certainly at least one more thing of these scripts on the other side. And we do not know how far that antechamber extends. If I am to hazard a guess, though I do not know the layout of these vaults specifically, I would imagine they may lead to the storage, the vaults proper, the armories. At the very least, uh, I think our entry here uh, has let the Cinderclaws know that there is some way out. 
Uh, they'll likely scour every wall they can find. If we leave here, they're almost sure to find the secret door and escape. Is that as correct? Because I assume was this... He just kind of gestures, still laying on his back. He hasn't moved at all. The potion, two empty potion bottles next to him, uh, towards the eastern hole in the wall. This very much seems to imply that they are, in fact, trapped here. An act of desperation here at this wall. Uh, and uh, truly, they were desperate and uh, quite thoroughly trapped by their ignorance. But if any of them have a brain amongst all of them, they would have realized that they could escape once we entered and then had us vanish again. Um, yeah, it would not be wise to leave them here. I would certainly not give these cinder claws benefit of the doubt, uh, benefit of the doubt for intelligence, but you're all correct. For now, they still believe they are trapped, or at least they have not had an opportunity to try to find us otherwise. My most potent magics are also pretty much spent. Same here. I have a couple of minor blessings that I could use, but all of my all of my divine healing is used up for the day. That last push of theirs, that was coordinated. It's not impossible that was the last of them. Those creatures, boggards, you called them? They... So, well, they are fairly large. None of the chambers down here could, I'd imagine, easily house as a group of them. And we had not seen them in such numbers so far. That, that may have been the final muster, but I would not feel comfortable staking our lives or the lives of those in breach on that. We should at least scout the area, uh, see if we can find any trace of any more uh, cultists still alive before we feel it's safe enough to retreat, I would think. I agree. Based on what you have told me, what's the goblins above now, and of the layouts of the vaults under the citadels, one of these wings will almost certainly be crypts. Hmm. We enter our own. We do not send them to public cemeteries. We give them the rites and the passage and the burials here. As I explained to you before, the necromantic wards. I would imagine if any of these cultists had attempted to infiltrate the crypt, they would probably have tried to search it. Uh, and he just kind of gestures at the pile of crap that is this entire room, uh, damaged something and triggered the woods. That may be why they are active. Mm. Mm. And from what you've told me about undead above, it is possible they are afraid entirely. These boggards are strong, but I would not count such chances well against the full might of an undead legion of hell knights. Mm. Ah, good point. I do have one question about that. He kind of just rolls his head over, to over towards you. I have nowhere better to be. Will your deceased kind recognize you as friend? I would like to believe they still rest. The wards are somewhat difficult to activate, but if... They're awakened. I do not really know. I am not a signifier. A what? I don't know. Did we not have this conversation? The signifiers and the magic. Oh, that's right. 
I am not a signifier. I have no aspirations to become one. I don't know the specifics of these forts. Mm. I only know of their existence. But I understand the basics of undead. If I am to understand a priest of the sun god, you would wish to smite them. As would you. You walk in the gray shadow, Esphus. And Esphus, or and I just kind of turn and give kind of a quick uh, quick grimace with a smile and then go back to being stone-faced. That is what I thought I heard as I was awakening. This is odd, to say the least. If not many met, well, truth be told, this group here is about half of the elves I have ever met in my life, but to my understanding, there are not many who worship the Grey Mother. But we've all our stories. One at a time, then. Let's recuperate. Let's make this wing safe. And then we can decide from there. Good, I'm starving. A feast is in order, certainly, for our victories. Very well. Rations it is. Dried mm. bread and cheese. Yum! Perhaps an apple, if we choose to splurge. I believe I saw earlier granola from this one. I have a few of them, yes. And, uh... Still laying very still in his back, still very injured, not really moving a whole lot. Tyrannus chuckles a bit as the group of you in your little fortified area here regroup, uh, eat up, and rest as well as you can. Uh, so the treat wounds, the medical thing does not mean like, it's, an, it's an hour. You've done the best you can for right now. But without resting an entire day, you could spend, like, you could break, eat food, chronicle your thoughts, plan. You could rest here for a full hour and then treat wounds again. Mm -hmm. Perfectly fine. You can spend some time here yeah. uh, basically doing long-term care, tending to yourself, tending to Tyrannus, and trying to heal him up a little further. Also, with your time in the room, I am fairly positive that at some point you wanted to inspect the pile of rubble in the first place. Yes. So you would certainly spend some time doing that, and it would, it would take you an amount of time. It is quite a large heap of rubble. It mostly is, uh, appears to be almost completely randomly assorted garbage. Hmm. Uh, bits of cloth, uh, bits of old tools, and even ancient rusty bent weapons basically beyond use. Chunks of stone, masonry, and wood. None of it looks like it came from the wall here. Uh, that rubble looks like it is strewn just kind of around the eastern end and largely had been uh, hauled off into the room with the, the giant cloth jungle, more or less, uh, removed from the area. But whatever this is, it does have a decent amount of some value in here. A lot of the things in here are metal and a little shiny. It looks like a giant bird nest, like a crow would have just collected things of interest to it. Uh, but through the total of the heap over about a half hour of digging through it, you would turn up a total of about 15 gold and assorted wow. coins. Wow. Um, when you start finding the gold coins, um, Severin will kind of work his way out of the <laughs> back of my pouch and notice that you have shiny things and food. And he'll kind of hop over to you and kind of look at you and kind of look at the coins and the food and then kind of look at you, like, expectantly. Like, are you going to give him some? Can I help you, small bird? 
Esmus immediately pulls a little bit of uh, jerky, or I, I immediately reach into the pack, pull out a little <laughs> bit of, pull out a little bit of jerky here. <laughs> he looks very pleased with himself. And with Jen RPing her crow, I figured that is a perfectly time, uh, perfectly fine time for us to end today's session. You have triumphed over quite a lot of cinder claws over the last four hours, and what has been the first relatively grueling series of combats we've had in the Age of Ashes. Upstairs, you triumphed so easily among mm. everything that was thrown in front of you on the top level of Citadel Altarian, but down here in the depths... I actually had to burn through all my resources. You've burned through all of your heals. I think you've used all of your first level spells. I have one left. One but... left. The focus points came out, and now we're here barricaded between two separate Python shut doors, treating our wounds and trying to uh, prepare and figure out what it is we want to do about this. Dalren raises a good point. If there's cultists left and we leave, certainly they're not bright, but they well put together there is a way to come and go. That is a risk we don't know if we can take, but we're not in a fantastic state to continue. I think it would definitely be wise to at least spend a little longer resting and tending to our wounds. But next week, when we come back, this has been one wing. I know. Of the vaults mm-hmm. beneath Citadel Altaria. <clears throat> and no one dead yet. No one no one dead yet. None whatsoever. We have had our first and our second brush with death. Almost our third. Technically our third with Tyrannus, but that was his own fault. <laughs> <laughs> no one does me everyone. in but myself. Next week, 2 p.m. Eastern time, same place. We'll be here. Join us then. But for now, good night, all. Safe travels.